we gotta go. Is it ready? The podcast is ready. Alrighty, today we are talking about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, and the spoilers start here on the cast list, so go away if you haven't seen this. Obviously. Fuck off. Today, <laughs> today we're talking about Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, starring Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Anthony Daniels, Naomi Aki, Donald Gleason, Richard E. Grant, Lupita Nyong'o, Carrie Rusher, damn it, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jonas Suatamo, Kelly Marie Chan, Ian McDermott, Billy D. Williams, J.J. Abrams, Harrison Ford, Billy Lord, Greg Grunberg, Dominic Moynihan, Dennis Lawson, Warwick Davis, Andy Serkis, James Earl Jones, Hayden Christensen, Olivia Diabo, Ashley Eckstein, Jennifer Hale, Samuel L. Jackson, Ewan McGregor, Alec Guinness, kinda, Frank Oz, Freddie Prince Jr., Liam Neeson, and John Williams, directed by J.J. Abrams. Did you forget there for a second? What? That it was directed by J.J. Abrams. No, no, I just kind of <laughs> let myself calm down there oh, a little gotcha. bit. I, I do want to say that before we started, Ryan did refer to the Emperor as the Umperor, and I, we were all really mad that we weren't recording yeah. when <laughs> I wasn't really mad. <laughs> oh, so I since was. it's been so long, you might never have never listened to this podcast before. I am Ryan. I'm Brendan. I am Matthew. I'm Logan. Uh, so this is the Cinema Talk podcast. Um, it's been a bit. It has. It's, um, it's been a it's bit. It's been a little while. But we're back here Christmas Eve, the Tuesday after That's Star it. Wars The Rise of Skywalker came out. We promised that we would come back and do this podcast. And we um, did. We're going to try to be doing more. Um, me and Matt <coughs> have a similar spinoff podcast called The Cinematop yeah. Movie Journal that we haven't done for a little while either. Um, we were busy. Finals. Yeah. Finals. College got in the way. Um where we review uh, different movies that are coming out, talk about um, new releases. We will have a top 20 of the year coming out in the next month, month and a half. Um, Matt and Logan That's right. also uh, have a podcast currently going. It's called Back in Style. It's our Twin Peaks podcast. Um, if you haven't listened, definitely uh, give that a go. You can pick it up from the start. Um, the first two seasons are on Netflix. Um, and we haven't gotten past that yet, so... Yeah, we're working separate. our way through it, but yeah. it's, it's great. I have yeah. not seen the show, nor have I listened to an episode, because I have not seen the show, I don't want spoilers, right. but I do consider myself an executive producer of the show, because I do pay the bills for this channel. <laughs> so I'm going to consider myself this the executive true. producer this for this show. So yeah, what we've learned is it's way easier to get two people together, in some yes. cases, Matt and Flynn, <laughs> in some cases, Matt and myself. <laughs> uh, um, it's quite easy. Yeah. And guess who's here... Brendan! Hey! I also do a show called Stop, Wait, What? A comedy podcast. Um... Which is has a lot of different people on it, and that happens sometimes. <laughs> so that hasn't happened for what a couple couple months? Uh, a couple months. It was a, we last, last, one, last one was Bonelock Bones. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode um, six. That's great. So, so those are our other shows. This is around. This is like I think like mid thirties, but we've talked about every Star Wars movie. I think I tallied it up. We talked for almost like. What was it like? Sixteen to eighteen hours it's about been a Star long Wars. We talked a lot time. about Star Every Wars. Every single one. We're about to add a couple hours to that, talking about Episode Nine, The Rise of Skywalker. We should do a, a compilation of all those Star Wars movies, like where we like where it's just a podcast after podcast. <laughs> you can listen to us talk for those oh whole sixteen hours if you Maybe, want to. Yeah, I can do that if you want. That would me be to. fun for the um, hardcore fans. Pretty, for, for the hardcore for, for the fans, hardcore that fans, fans yeah, you of know. the Cinema Talk podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I will cough a few times during this podcast. I will warn you. I'm still getting out of a... I had a cold a couple weeks ago, still got a little bit of a cough. How dare you? If you hear me run away and hear coughing in the background, that's why. I mean, I just went to the next room to sneeze. <laughs> yes, so... so why are it, you all sick? <laughs> it's sniffly season. I can't, I can't say otherwise. Um, so, we ended the Last Jedi podcast on a very divided note. The three of us, Brendan and Logan and myself, loved The Last Jedi. Matt very much... 
did not love The Last Jedi. Despised. Um, <laughs> so we were all talking, though, like, episode 9, J.J. Abrams coming back, this could be the one that saves it all. And I made a pause, I posited a claim that if I love this movie as much as episodes 4 and 5, that this will be my favorite Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm. Because I don't love Return of the Jedi. Um, so going into this movie, how are you guys feeling? Optimistic? Nervous? J.J.'s coming back? Palpatine's in the trailers? Brennan, what did you think going into this movie? Um, I was really... I, I did my best to try and go in blind. I watched... <clears throat> sorry. I, I watched the trailers, obviously, but I didn't really, like... I didn't do any research. I, I just kind of went in with, like, my previous knowledge of Star Wars and not much else. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so Floyd did just go into the next room to call. Um, but I, I really tried to go in blind, so I wasn't really like I I, I was optimistic, but I wasn't really I, I didn't have I hadn't formed any opinion yet. So I, I was I going in like clean slate, kind of fresh. Um, yeah. Did you see any of the reviews going into it? No, I didn't. I I did my best to avoid them because I didn't want to have anything. Kind of tainting my uh, vision of yeah. the the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also went in fairly blind. Um, after the what was for me the major disappointment of Last Jedi, um, I was a little bit ambivalent about the future of Star Wars. Um, you said on that podcast that you were very excited for JJ to come back. Yeah, but it was so I was. But then once the uh, the first couple trailers came out, I only so like Brendan, I I only I think saw the very first two trailers. Um, because then I heard the later ones revealed a lot of stuff, and I was like, all right, I just wanna, I just wanna go in blind. Um, and then I, I got a little bit uh, skeptical once they just you know brought out the whole uh, Palpatine thing in the trailers. Um, but um, even even with that, I wouldn't say that I went in. I definitely didn't go in overly pessimistic because. Um, I almost, honestly, I almost kind of forgot about the movie. Like, it was the day off, and I was like, oh, oh, my God, like, I had tickets for this. And then I actually started getting really excited. And once I sat down in the theater, and then uh, and then once the, you know, the opening crawl came, I was like, oh, my God, this is Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> like, was, oh, was, my God. <laughs> like, I it sat all there came, next to you and, like, watched you, like, glow. As I, it all started. came back to me. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was so sweet. It was sweet. And then, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah, so I was also really... I was really worried about this movie because I I just I needed it so much to be good. So yeah, like Brendan, I kind of tried to turn a blind eye to any reviews or anything. Um, yeah, didn't watch the later trailers. Um, I really wanted to make sure. I, I knew that I would have to do, do you know think about this movie more critically. Brendan, what did you just catch? I almost dropped my oh, phone. Oh, good. On the floor. Good for you. Um, yeah, I, I knew that I would have to make some critiques of this movie eventually for this podcast, but I really just wanted the first time I watched it to just be enjoying it with no, like, not looking for any issues, um, and then, because I knew that I was going to see it twice before this anyway, um, and, and I watched it and I walked out of the theater pretty satisfied, like, decently happy with what I just watched, and then... As I started to think about it more, I just started getting all these issues, and we'll we'll go into talking about that. But yeah, that's that's kind of where I where I stand on. Yeah, um, this was the most excited for a Star Wars movie I had been since uh, Force Awakens. Um, I just Last Jedi was a super busy time in my life. You know, three of us were seniors in high school. It was just a real busy time. We were two of us. Sorry, two I keep us. thinking that you're yeah. yeah. So two of us were <laughs> seniors in high school. Um, wasn't super excited for the spinoffs. Um, I was still excited for Last Jedi, but this was a movie like I was so excited for. Um, 
I didn't really have feelings one way or another about the Emperor. I was like, give me a good reason why he's back. Cool. Um, the Emperor. The Emperor. I was really excited <laughs> for the Emperor. Um, I was excited for Ian McDermott to be back. Um, leading up to the movie, <clears throat> I started to get a little nervous. And the reason why was because of the leaks. Um, I didn't personally read any of the leaks, but one of my good friends at school had read the leaks and said how the movie doesn't sound good from the leaks. And I went back and actually watched all and read all the leaks, and they were 95% correct. Do you mean the leaks of the script? The script and the story, yeah, which okay. were about 95% correct. The one that John Boyega left under his bed? No, it was even <laughs> that before one? that. Okay. Because um, I know that that the whole, Wait, the what? Whole what the fuck went under John, John Boyega? No, John Boyega got drunk at a party and then left the script under his bed, and the person who was cleaning his, his hotel room found it and put it online. Oh, no! Disney <laughs> got it before it yeah. leaked, so it wasn't that. It was something else. But literally, like, two weeks before the movie was out, there's a 35-minute like minute video online of the entire plot that is correct. Um, and he, he watched it because he doesn't care about spoilers, really, and he was like... Like, it all makes sense now, like, why Ray's powerful, all this stuff. It just seems like this movie's gonna jump, all this stuff. It kind of feels like, I don't know how they're gonna all fit in one movie. And I try to stay away from it. I stayed positive going into the movie theater. I, like Logan, really just wanted to sit there and enjoy the movie. Um, and I'll get into whether or not that actually happened. But, real quick, before we get into this movie, <clears throat> there was supposed to be a different director for this film, originally. Yeah, originally, it was supposed yes. to be Colin Trevorrow. Mm -hmm. And some leaks recently in the past few weeks have come out about what he would have done with this movie. And just real quick before we get into the, to the actual movie, this is, you know, the script that he wrote, um, that Trevorrow wrote, had um, Ray be the daughter of Kylo Ren's caretaker when he was a child. And that they were childhood friends, and that's why they had their connection. Oh. How do we feel huh. about that as the explanation? They do we don't think remember you? They had, they had their memories wiped. <laughs> oh. Um, I still don't understand. A reason did not come out for why they had their memories wiped. Right. But they, that was the initial plan by Colin Trevorrow. Wait, How wait, do we wait. feel about this? So, if I... Uh, so so how does how does how does the dyad and the force work? The I don't think they're. I mean that's something that JJ. Just, that JJ. The dyad yeah. just comes from being friends. Being friends with a Jedi. Like if I'm like if I if I become like real good friends with like Kid Fisto, am I gonna like be like oh shit I can use the force now? I like, wish I were friends with Kid Fisto. I also I love to be friends with Kid Fisto. Yeah. I don't know Shock if I would have liked that anymore. That, Do you that think it's better than what we got? Maybe no. I think that maybe it is a hair better. I think it's supremely better. But I wouldn't say supremely. I think that's supreme leader better. <laughs> I, um, I think it's a little bit less lazy than what they did in the film, but it's still I I, I don't think I, like, I just I don't think it makes any sense. Yeah, that's <laughs> the, I don't think it makes any sense. <laughs> if, if like if I ever like if the script ever comes out, like I really more than anything want to read Trevorrow's script for this movie, and I want to read Lucas's outlines for these films. Like, Wait, like just as a fan of Star Wars, by, I want to what read those things. What outlines? No, they do exist. By Kylo Ren's caretaker? Do you mean like the caretakers from Oxo? No. Okay. No. Oh my god, that would be no, great. like his nanny. <laughs> like because Han and Leia, you know. Were out doing rebel stuff. Of course, you're right. So they needed a nanny. For um, Ben. For Ben. And oh, Ben! Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah. I think I think we're good getting ready to do the plot summary. Um, I didn't write a plot summary for this one, so this is directly from Wikipedia, all credit to them. 
Following a mysterious galaxy-wide broadcast by the supposedly dead Emperor Palpatine, Kylo Ren obtains a Sith Wayfinder device from the planet Mustafar, leading him to the broadcast source on the planet Exegol. Therefore, he finds a phys... Uh, there, there it comes. There, first mess up right there. There he finds a physically impaired Palpatine who reveals that he created Snoke as a puppet to control the First Order and lure Kylo Ren to the dark side. Palpatine unveils a secret armada of Sith Star Destroyers and tells Kylo to find and kill Rey, who is continuing her Jedi training under General Leia Organa. Meanwhile, Finn, Poe, and Chewie receive information from a First Order spy confirming Palpatine's return. Ray discovers notes in Luke Skywalker's Jedi text about a Sith Wayfinder that will lead them to Palpatine. Ray, Poe, Finn, Chewbacca, BB-8, and C-3PO depart <coughs> to the planet Pasana to seek the Wayfinder while R2-D2 stays with Leia. On Pasana, the group encounters Lando Calrissian, who points them to the Wayfinder's last suspected location. <coughs> Kylo learns where Ray is through their Force bond and travels there with the Knights of Ren. Ray and the others discover the remains of assassin Oki. Is, is, that, is that how they pronounce it in the movie? Ochi? Ochi, I think. Ochi? Ochi, Ochi. Ochi. Yeah. His ship and dagger inscribed with Sith text, which C-3PO's programming forbids him from interpreting. Sensing that Kylo is nearby, Ray goes to confront him. The First Order captures the Millennium Falcon, Chewbacca, and the dagger. Ray, attempting to save Chewbacca, accidentally destroys a First Order transport with, with Force Lightning. The group escapes on Ochi's ship, presuming Chewbacca was killed in the explosion. Poe suggests traveling to Kijimi to have the Sith text extracted from C-3PO's memory. The process wipes C-3PO's memory, but reveals coordinates to, to the Wayfinder on Kefbir, which is a another um, Endor moon. Uh, Rey <coughs> senses that Chewbacca is alive, and the group mounts a secret, re secret rescue mission. While Kylo searches for Rey, the group infiltrates his star, star Destroyer with the help of Zori Bliss, which, by the way... I had someone point out to me that sounds super like a porn star name, and I can't not Zori think Bliss. that. I can't not think that anymore. You're not wrong. An old acquaintance of Poe's. Ray discovers the dagger and has visions of Ochi killing her parents with it. Kylo informs Ray that she is Palpatine's granddaughter. Palpatine had ordered Ochi to find Ray as a child, but her parents hid her on Jakku to keep her safe. General Hawk save po saves Poe, Finn, and Chewbacca from execution, revealing himself as the spy. What are you guys laughing about? Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> we just keep reading. He lets this group escape on the Falcon, but is executed for treason. The group are a lot. The group I'm arrives. I'm the spy. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. The group arrives on Kefbeer. Jana, an ex-stormtrooper and resistance sympathizer, leads them to the remains of the second Death Star, where Rey locates the Wayfinder. Kylo, having tracked the group to Kefbeer, destroys Rey's Wayfinder and asks her to help him supplant uh, Palpatine. Rey and Kylo duel. Leia, dying, calls to Kylo through the Force, distracting him, and Rey impales him. Sensing Leia's death, Rey heals Kylo and exiles herself to Akto. Force heal. Luke's Force Spirit encourages Rey to face Palpatine, giving her Leia's lightsaber in his old X-Wing. Rey leaves for Exegol using the Wayfinder from Kylo's ship. Kylo converses with, me with a memory of his father, Han Solo. He throws away his lightsaber and reclaims his identity as Ben Solo. Palpatine has a Sith Star Destroyer obliterate Kijimi as a show of force. At the Resistance base, R2-D2 restores C-3PO's memory. The Resistance follow Rey's coordinates to Exegol, where she confronts Palpatine. He demands that she kill him to transfer her spirit into her. Lando brings reinforcements from across the galaxy to join the battle. Ben overpowers the Knights of Ren and arrives to help Rey. Recognizing Rey and Ben as a rare force dyad, Palpatine drains their power, rejuvenating himself and throwing Ben into a ravine. He attacks the Resistance fleet with the Force Lightning. Rey weakened 
hears the voices of past Jedi who lend her their strength. Palpatine attacks her with his lightning, but Rey deflects it using the Skywalker's lightsabers, killing him and herself. Ben revives her using the Force. Rey and Ben kiss before he dies, his body vanishing the same time as Leia's. The Resistance destroys the remainder of Palpatine's armada. As the Resistance celebrates, Rey visits the Lars homestead on Tatooine. She buries the Skywalker lightsabers, having built her own. A local asks her her name. After seeing the spirits of Luke and Leia, she replies, Rey Skywalker. And that is the plot of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. And, um, so yeah, before we get into the plot itself, we had first impressions going into the theater. What are your first impressions coming out of the theater, Brendan? My first impressions coming out of the theater? Um, I don't know. I mean, it was just a lot to process. I, like, obviously, like, whenever I see a Star Wars movie, I, I just, like, I don't know. I, I, I always feel like I have some kind of, like, deeper connection to it just because, like, yeah, I did grow up with Star Wars. Like, that was, like, a huge part of my childhood and, like, just growing up, there's, like, always been Star Wars around me. So whenever a new one comes out, I'm just like, ah, yes, Star Wars. Um... And obviously, it took me some time to like process the movie, but I was I was pretty happy with it when I was leaving the theater, like Logan was. Um, but that was kind of my my initial reaction to it. Um, <clears throat> I, w- I wasn't too happy. <laughs> I don't like this movie at all. Um, I, it, it was kind of weird though, because I, I I did not like this movie, but uh, but the ending of it did make me cry, just because I mean that image of the you know the, the twin sons mm. is is timeless. And so I, I was a little bit teary-eyed, but I was also like, wow, like, I, I don't like this movie. Um, I, I wouldn't even say I was, like, really disappointed, just because I didn't go in with, like, high expectations. Um, it wasn't like last year where I, I left, like, depressed. <laughs> um, I, I, I left, and I was just like, dang. Like I, like, I wish that was good, but I really did not like it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, my, my initial impression walking out was that there were enough... Um, you know, cool reveals and good action sequences that it, it it left me pretty satisfied of like you know I I just saw like a pretty exciting movie and I think that's that's how you know that I I, I think that gives it some sort of amount of credit um, that you can it's it's able to be watched and not uh, hated if you if you don't think about it a certain amount. Um, and so, like I said, it was afterwards that I started finding issues. But, yeah, I, I really... Like, this is obviously by no means the worst Star Wars movie. Um, it's because you can watch it and enjoy it if if you if you try to and uh, if you just don't think about it too much. But, yeah, that's... So, I think my initial impression of it kind of speaks to a, a certain baseline of quality. That's... I'm not saying it's, it's that high a quality, but... It's at least some quality that hasn't been in there in certain other movies. Uh, yeah, so I left this... I Slowly over the course of the movie, I started to realize that this was a really bad movie. And that it was... I kind of just kept trying and trying to love it. And things just kept happening without any explanation. And it super frustrated me. And like I left the theater... Like As soon as the credits rolled... I just turned to my dad, who I saw with, and I was like, wow, that was really bad. And I went out in the theater theater lobby, called my mom, was like, hey, it's terrible. And <laughs> and I was just, like, I already had tickets to go see it with a big group of people. Um, not you two included, just Matt. 
um, and a bunch of our other friends. Um, and I was super bummed because I was like, great, I have to sit through this entire experience again that I really disliked. I think I left it the way you left Last Jedi. I was just like really like sad. I'm like, this just, it was a really bad movie. I was so disappointed. Um, but I went and watched it again, and I enjoyed it more. Um, I enjoyed certain th things more, having experienced them already. Um, maybe it was just really late at night. I was really tired. Um, but then, that was Thursday night. And then Saturday, um, my friend from work had not seen the movie. And he was like, hey, I only worked during the afternoon. We went and saw it at night. And I disliked it more than I disliked it the first time. Um, so... Logan posited that it is not the worst Star Wars movie, and I will be making the argument on this podcast that it is definitively, by far, the worst Star Wars movie ever made. I've got to side with Logan on this one. I, I also will side with Logan. I, I will say I hated this movie, but it's I agree with Logan in that you can at least watch it and gain some... Like, as a movie, I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's as low... That's the quality of uh, Attack of the Clones. Think about Attack yeah, of the exactly. Clones. Think about like, like the prequels. I didn't like this script, but it is not. It is not as bad as Attack like of the Clans. It Attack is of the much Clans. worse than Attack of the Clones. No. I, ugh, I, ugh. Oh my god. We have to talk about it. Is, it is much worse than have... Attack of the Clones, and it is worse than Phantom Menace. I might I, the grading I give it at the end might not reflect this, but it is by far my least favorite Star Wars movie. Well, I I, I think. I think and the, the reason worst that, made. Okay, if it's your least favorite, I think my guess to why that is is that it's <clears throat> the last one is supposed to be this conclusion. And I think I felt the same way as you did, that it's it's not that great a conclusion. It's a horrible conclusion. Bad. But that doesn't mean that it's the worst movie. It, like, it's the worst it, script. It had a lot to... The worst script? Oh my god, god Besides no. dialogue, dialogue it's okay. not the worst well, let's, script. Let's get into it chronologically okay, and then we'll, so we'll talk about it. Sure. We start with the moment... It immediately lost me a little bit when it just said the dead speak in the in the crawl, and I was like, seriously, we reintroduced Palpatine in the crawl. Yeah, I I was yeah. I gotta say I was not expecting Palpatine to be as key of a player as yeah. he was in this movie. Like, the crawl like, uh. was like, hey, he's back. They sent out a broadcast, and I was like, really? He like literally just like, sent the galaxy a voicemail. <laughs> he was like, yo, what up? <laughs> I'm back. Do it. Well, this is what I'm saying. Even from the first trailer, well, so the very first trailer, he appears at the end, you know, with the voice. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and and then in the second trailer, they like, they, there's just no hiding it. Mm -hmm. Like they just throw him in and, and force you, and it's like, oh, you gotta accept this. Yeah. And, and like you said, the movie begins not like they mentioned in the opening crawl, and then it just starts off, and we're in the Palpatine mm -hmm. stuff. And it's such a big leap. It's such a big jump that you just have to like, you just have to accept it. And that was the trailer that I had said to you revealed a lot. But and then it turned out it was literally the. First scene of the movie, it was yeah, him going yeah. to Exegol and like I've been every voice inside your head thing, and then I was like, the oh, Snoke, and, and then he ends with that, right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think that's kind of cool that he's been pulling the strings the whole time. That's basically what he did in A New Hope. He sure. was, he was yeah. always there behind the scenes. Yeah, they introduced him in Empire, and you know, no one had an issue like, what the heck? He wasn't in A New Hope. This is, this is bullshit. He, if, if they didn't talk about him there, he shouldn't be here. You know? Yeah. Because that's what happens now with these movies. People are like, oh, what, they didn't talk about this specific ability of the Force? Well, then it must not be valid. Like, y yes, no, but, these movies, in some arguments but these movies are, are so disconnected. When we get to Force Heal, we're going to talk about Force Heal. Yes, we're going to talk about Force Heal. Well, okay. The I agree that the introduction to Palpatine is anticlimactic because 
And, like, oh. and the explanation was so weak because it just repeats a line from the prequels. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to abilities many consider unnatural. Like, like okay. okay, we get that. We've heard that before. But how? Yeah. Give me <laughs> details. Who are these people working in your factory? Who built your Star Destroyers? Who's that He's monkey just... dude making the helmet? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He just says it in a slightly raspier voice to get his point across right. again. And then they show his eyes are glassed over and then right. he's missing a finger. That's I, might, yes. I might be, a, in this podcast, I might be comparing this movie to Endgame a little bit too much. Because because Endgame we, is a far superior film. Because I didn't like Endgame that much. I love Endgame. Yeah, well, I okay. love Endgame. Mostly just because of the role that they play in their respective sagas. Yeah, so, um, they're both the end. Right, they're both the end, and I think Endgame does a great job of great ending film. it. No, like no matter what you think of like That's true. good movie, bad movie. Yeah, just like Rise of Skywalker, like good movie, bad movie is separate from good good uh, ending to a series. Right, satisfying fan ending. Yeah. Um, so. I think I, the beginning of my comparison is that in Endgame, the first about 20 minutes are probably, like, something you would expect. Sure. And then, the first 20 minutes. And then, spoiler alert for Endgame, but Thor decapitates Thanos, and you're like, okay, what the hell is this? I was like, what? <laughs> where are we going now? And that leaves you in a place where it's unpredictable, and it hasn't already shown you in the trailers. I think it would have been so much more effective to introduce Palpatine later in the movie. Don't... Don't have him in the ads. Don't have him in the yeah. trailers. That makes yeah. yep. no sense. He should be a reveal that happens in the movie, mm-hmm. and definitely not in the opening crawl. I totally agree with you on that. And so, what I would say about Endgame, what I loved about Endgame being three hours, is it let the first hour, like, ruminate on everything that happened in oh, Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. And, and like, you got to really, see the, you got to see what like what had the happened, effect, like yeah. the, the effects on the rest of the world. And because Last Jedi leaves these characters in a, in a really the interesting same place. place. It's so up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They, like, they've just lost everything, basically. And they have, like, very few people left. Yeah. They're on a ship. They don't have a base. Show us how people are dealing with yeah, it. Yeah, show... Like, they had the ability to do the same thing as Endgame, where you give that hour to really <coughs> ruminate on where they're at right now, so it gives the ending more <coughs> impact, like an Endgame. And what, what I, is so frustrating about this film is that... I think ultimately, like this coming up in the in the crawl and then having no explanation, really gets to the point where like Palpatine did not need to be in this movie. Like he not he at was all. not necessary. The 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 ending of Last Jedi was so clearly yeah. Kylo Ren is the big bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then immediately just so undercuts it and spends so much time in this and movie. With Palpatine, that it wastes time on other things. See, but they didn't want to do that because they needed the Kylo Redemption arc. Right. They Which needed. No, you still could have done. You it, definitely still could have done. I mean, but they they also like they could have done it with Hux and had him be the big bad. But then they like mm-hmm. fucked him over and they were like, "I'm the spy." Yeah. Like, we'll get to that. Oh scene. my god! And but I gotta I gotta say that I did like the beginning of Kylo just like mowing down people with those. Oh lights. yeah, that, that was, was cool. cool. But it was a montage. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, like we didn't even know it was Mustafar until the. Fucking visual dictionary. <laughs> and, and aside from the Palpatine <laughs> stuff, the Sith Wayfinder? Oh my god. Are you kidding me? Like, Are Sith you kidding GPS okay, and so, there's conveniently two. Right. I know. It, it's like, oh, uh, we need... Although, I like how that plays into the rule of two. Yeah. That's kind of, that's a kind of clever rhyming in the, yeah. in the like, lore, but fun. We need uh, some sort of plot device to get, we need him to connect to the Palpatine somehow, because it's such a MacGuffin, big leap. MacGuffin, MacGuffin, MacGuffin. Uh, it's just so Wayfinder. Many. Let's plug some wires into a little tiny pyramid. <laughs> Um, but for me, this beginning kind of epitomizes 
the entire movie, and mostly yes. what my problems is, what we were talking about, how, oh, he just repeats the line, but he just says it, oh, he says it raspier. But, like, is oh, he a zombie? I don't know. <laughs> but this, en- don't know. what this entire movie does is it just takes old mel- elements from other better Star Wars movies and just amplifies it. Either, you know, let's, let's make every single ship a Star Destroyer, or let's make, you know, let's have this many bad guys, let's make it this much more intense. Like, it just amplifies everything, and it's... Bigger is not better. Like, and that's exactly what my problem is with it. Again, not to like, yeah, this isn't an Endgame review, but like, Endgame. <sighs> maybe someday. <laughs> maybe someday. I'd love yeah, to talk about future. Endgame. <laughs> it will be in my top twenty of the year. I'll tell you that. Um, Endgame like perfectly ruminates and then builds slowly to this climax where it is this massive climax where everyone from all the movies is involved and all this awesome stuff. But it takes, yeah, On exactly, a great moment. It takes its time to build up there. Here, it's just like everything right away. Yeah. And go. Yeah, they really did just throw you in. Um, but it it, no, it did feel I like I was watching a different movie than the one Last Jedi set up. Yeah, exactly. Because really? it's like, <clears throat> Which, regardless it, it of feels like we're going to... Exactly. Right. It, yeah, even, even Matt said, like, really? regardless of your feeling... Yeah, yeah like, I, I hate Last Jedi, but I don't think, like... Just because you don't like Last Jedi doesn't mean you can erase all the choices that Ryan, Ryan Johnson, Johnson made. Because as I said, yeah. it wasn't necessarily the, the decisions that Ryan Johnson made. It was how he executed the them that I hated. Like I, I didn't I, like. I don't hate that that Luke is you know disillusioned or bad. And I, I liked what they did with Kylo. I liked like Poe being arrogant. Okay, that that makes sense. I just didn't like how they did it. A good filmmaker would have taken those ideas and then you know developed them to fit into his movie. Like obviously the film is going to be slightly different, tonally, whatever, because it is a different filmmaker. But you can try your best to kind of emulate, you know, the form and the ideas that he had instead of just making it so starkly different. Which is yeah. what Johnson did with Force Awakens, I feel like. I feel like he took what he what he had with mm-hmm. Force Awakens. And built off of it. And built off of it. Sure. And so much has been made on Twitter on the yes and thing yeah. with improv. Yeah, yeah. And I think, exactly. I think Ryan Johnson did that with... Rise with uh with Last Jedi he because J J handed him a mystery box which is all J J does is make mystery boxes. Mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson filled that mystery box, gave you this is what the mystery box is. Sure. And then J J took it back and went like, Nah, I hate your your answer for the mystery box. I'm giving my own answer. And, and this and is like, these are mine. This movie has almost made me. Not I don't know maybe appreciate Last Jedi more, but I don't even know if I can you know because in the Last Jedi review I was like what is he doing? Why is he just changing everything? But now that I realize that Disney didn't even have a roadmap, it's like can I blame Ryan Johnson because yeah. if they said all right like this is yours, creative freedom you know do whatever you want yeah. which they you know which they did to some extent because of the wild choices he made um, then. I mean, as as a filmmaker, he was like, "All right, then I will do that." Then I don't know if I can, you know, blame him. Yeah, yeah. and, I, and I, I, think, I think it's Disney's fault. They didn't have an overall. Yeah, plan. I mean, I just I keep hearing this over and over again. Is that like, how hard would it have been to sit down and plan out three movies? Like, yeah. why? And didn't Bob Iger literally said in an interview, he's like, "I don't know, maybe maybe three movies is too hard. <laughs> maybe we just make one and think about <laughs> oh a <God>. sequel." <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, man! Yeah. Like, like, come and, on, and especially. Like I really enjoyed, I've really enjoyed the last two movies, and I've really trusted where they were going with it. A lot of people had problems with, you know, Leia floating in space, and like they should have just killed her off because you know they, you know, like she's dead in real life. So, but I, that I, I completely I, fundamentally changed the rest of the movie. Exactly right. I said during that movie, like they have to have a plan for Last Jedi, and yeah. I do agree with keeping her around because she has some really impactful. Um, she she has some great moments in this movie, and she does some. Uh, Not even just this so, movie, like the end of last movie. Right, too. right, true. And I just feel like the way that Rise of Skywalker is so completely like 
disconnected from the others, it, it really kind of contaminates my perception of the other movies, and it, it really yeah. does make me realize, like, they had no idea what they were doing. And, and that's the reason why, like, most people are like, oh, when some people are like, oh, Palpatine came out of nowhere... It's different than the other movies because it was it, he was mentioned in New Hope, he showed up in a hologram in Empire, and then he was the main bad in Re- Return of the Jedi. It's sure. so completely different. Where it's just like in the crawl of the last movie, they're like, "Nah, he's back." It's so different. Um, what I what I will say that really, really just cripples this franchise. Unfortunately, in the last five movies of this Disney, like they. Even if they didn't sit down and have a plan for Force Awakens, right? Even if they just said, J.J., make Force Awakens, do what you want, write the script with Lawrence Kasdan, do what you want. As soon as he passes that off, this is what we have. He passes it off to filmmaker number two. Ryan Johnson decided, you know, this is what I want to do with, the, with episode eight. You need to then have Ryan Johnson and whoever you're going to... So Trevorrow at that point, sit down and say... This is what I'm doing at mm-hmm. 8, and talk through 9. Yeah. And maybe even have J.J. there, just like, mm-hmm. one meeting. Because I know Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams had a meeting. They have said that they had a meeting. You sit down, and you at least, you at least very simply roadmap it. Like, like, even if you're just like, this happens in 7, like, 3 bullet points. This happens in 8, 3 bullet points. This happens in 9, 3 bullet points. These are the characters. Fill in the rest. Like, yeah. start the rest. by being like, oh, Ray is a Palpatine. Yeah. Like... Explain that a little bit more. And it's because all of Disney's actions are so reactionary. They are so at the whim of of what the fan wants. They are so, like, scared. Rose, for example. Yes, oh my my god. God. She got Jar Jar, though. She got Jar Jar. Because the first movie, they're like, all right, let's play it safe. Let's go fan service, nostalgia, nostalgia. Which worked. And that worked because it was the first time we hadn't seen it in a while, and there was enough good character development. Set up. Yes, set up that I was like, okay, like, you know, I can see this is going in a good place. However, some people were like, oh, this is too much fan service. All right, let's bring Ryan Johnson in. Let's make it different. Oh, it's too different. Oh, let's finish it out with a really nice, satisfying bow in the box. Like, it just, everything is just so, like... Course correcty. This is the most... Yeah, totally. dis- like, I, I hate being a person who's like, oh my god, like, movies are just made by corporations nowadays. But, like, it just feels so Disney-fied. And that's what I'm saying about Ugh. Last Jedi. Love it or hate it, it is undeniably a better film than The Rise I, of Skywalker. I, like, I'll say this. I... I hate Last Jedi more because of the disappointment because I went sure. in with higher expectations. Like, I will always hate it more, but it is a better made film than Rise is of a, Skywalker. Is a I will not deny that at all. a better made film. You can enjoy Rise of Skywalker more and I won't argue with mm-hmm. you on that. But as a film, as a film, as a it film, is film The Last Jedi is a better film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's because better it, constructed. It, it is better constructed as scenes. They had an idea. They, they had, had an yep. idea. He had a specific goal he was going towards. There, there was so much that there was laid out. It was a beginning, middle, and end. It had character arcs that made sense. And it sense. was an original voice. Original voice. Least. Not every single line of dialogue was either explaining a character's feelings or their origins or exposition. Right. There wasn't these yeah. three and four different MacGuffins that led the film for the first two he, hours. He took big risks. We yeah. saw new character traits, mm-hmm. new uh, colors, like just new Everything elements. was new. Yes, and, that was, and he took a lot of risks, and a lot of people didn't like it. I loved it. Every almost every risk that he took in that movie really spoke to me. Yeah, yeah I thought it was um, great. And even even yeah. if you don't like it, you have to acknowledge that he did that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he right. He had a vision and he mm-hmm. went after it. And he did it but. Unlike here, <laughs> the where... vision for Rise of Skywalker seems so muddled. Yeah. I yeah. think basically the only things that they had were Palpatine and it's the ending. And then yeah. we have to end Palpatine it. ending question <laughs> Right. <sighs> They introduce Palpatine, they go through this whole thing, and then they're like, alright, that's the end. <laughs> and, and here's, here's, 
there, I don't know if you guys have seen this interview. There's an interview with Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams, which, by the way, Chris Terrio, writer of Justice League, I don't know how this guy is still getting jobs at this point. He keeps writing shitty script after shitty script. He wrote one good script that won an Oscar with Argo, and I think that gave him carte blanche to do whatever the fuck he wants. I don't get it. I don't get this. I don't get L.A. right now. Um, my problem, like, they said, like, oh, we wanted to do all these things to really satisfy the fans while still telling an enjoyable story and all these things. And I'm like, you literally went on Reddit and made a script out of Reddit posts. And that's why I'm saying this is the worst script. This script, every line of, like I said, every line of dialogue is either explaining origins really quick. Like, you're Palpatine's granddaughter. Like, okay. Um, Exposition. So many MacGuffins all the time. And then eventually at the end, we get, there's like two really well-written scenes in here. And it was when you actually just get to sit and breathe with the characters. And that's, that's like really what they should have done. But instead they were just like, Here's this long thing that we want to happen. We just need to check boxes, and that's this whole script is just checking boxes. That's all it is. I yeah. agree. I agree with a lot of what you mean. You basically that every line serves a, a plot purpose and not necessarily a, a character a, right, a character purpose. But I I disagree with taking issue with the with the um, you know Palpatine's your grandfather scene. Like oh, I hate it. I what, hate it. Okay, I almost how's, walked out. How is that different from I am your father? That's the most blatant, yeah. obvious like. It's straightforward, and he tells him. And in this scene, it's straightforward, and no. Kylo tells Rey. It's not the same no. thing. It parallels. No, it, it, yes. it parallels, sure. It's at the end of a, a well-told story. Luke and Vader have this amazing battle. L- Vader has him on the ropes, could literally kill him, and he says, My son, come with me. I am your father. Let's do this together. This is Kylo Ren just like standing there in front of her and be like, Hey. I didn't tell you the whole truth. You're a Palpatine. <laughs> and, then she, and then she fucks off. And that's the whole scene. She's like, why not say that's the same thing? It feels much more earned, I think, is what you're trying yeah. to say. And yeah. it, it doesn't feel as, as baity. You know, because mm-hmm. even before he reveals it, it's like, oh, I know who your parents are, but I can't tell you. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, ooh, like, we're just, oh, toy with the fans, toy with the fans. But I, I will, I can see what you're saying, Logan, but I do agree that it does feel more earned. And it's after, like, a... And those films were much more focused mm-hmm. on Luke, so you felt more attached to him, to his story, they spent more time on it, unlike these films that are all over the place. So I, I think, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And we've kind of had this really broad discussion. I kind of want to narrow it a little bit to get into the, the, the nitty-gritty of the yeah, plot. Um, yeah. So we start We start with, we, I think we've hit Palpatine enough as his introduction. Well, doesn't make sense. I, I do want to. I do want to mention the 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 Snoke's in uh, Bacti tanks. Yeah, uh, I, was, I was just like, fuck? Uh, I was fine with that. Honestly, I, I was, was like, cool. That. So, so is, that, is that his chopped up body, or is he mm-hmm. the, the clones of him? Those are clones, the clones of him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I believe. I mean, yeah. he was he was a puppet. Yeah, yeah he, he was, was literally just a puppet. Um, so, now the question yeah, I have he, is whether or not Snoke knew he was a puppet. I think I don't think he did. You don't think so? No, I don't. I think that I mean, like, if he was creating like multiple of him, I don't think that was the first time. He had been killed. Oh, really? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you Maybe saw that not, there was actually, like yeah. multiple no, like Snoke heads in there. So I feel like people like kept trying to assassinate him. What I don't understand is if Snoke got killed and they just had extra Snokes, why didn't why they not just replace him? Put another Snoke in. Well, because Kylo would. Well, because Kylo. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but he, he wouldn't have been like. Hmm, Snoke came back. That must mean Palpatine is Wait, back. Like, were maybe they, Snoke just... I don't know, maybe, maybe Snoke, Snoke had people sewn like back together. Very powerful. Wait, I don't so know. they were making Dark multiple Ball Snokes for other purposes? Or <laughs> I just don't for know. this one? No, like, there's no... I don't, like, it doesn't... It's, here's it's, a, here's it's, a it thing. isn't cohesive, but it was interesting to be I like, oh, they this. made Snoke. As someone a fan, who's a fan of the EU and the books, sure. there is an expanded version 
of the Rise of Skywalker novelization coming out in March, which is going to be like it's like expanding on this. Okay. This doesn't. It's not going to fix the film at all. It will fix the canon nerd inside me. I That's hope. Good. I hope they explain more in this book. Well, and this is why I think they're they're so okay with being. Oh, I, I guess we don't have to. We don't have to make a really good film. We don't have to answer all the questions because um we can just worry about that later when we you know we hand it off to another writer who's writing a book who can fill in these gaps. Like that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like oh oh we can uh, we can fix it later with other people. But I not, agree. Not even that in stuff that's not as like intensely read that won't be as divisive. Not you know even I mean? that. Let's not answer things. I feel like they're trying to answer as many things as they can, and while they're answering as many things as they can, they're leaving out the answers that really matter, like character. The hardest ones, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I agree that I think I'll probably read the books for my own closure, and mm-hmm. it, it definitely won't fix the movie problems with the movie. Yeah. But that's fair. I think I do. I think I really need that. Yeah, because I, I, I need it. Because after this movie, I'm just like. There's so many things that are unexplained. Exactly. Wait, and as a finale to the saga, you don't want that. Yeah. That's, that's so I'm hoping, I'm hoping the expanded edition of the novelization will fix mm. some of these okay. problems for yeah, my yeah. canon brain. But that is not this movie. To be fair, though, there are a lot of things throughout Star Wars that I'm like, like re-watching movies and stuff. I'm like, I don't, I wouldn't know what that is without like my knowledge of the extended universe. Like it, it it's this isn't the first time that this has happened sure. like it's in past I think it's Star the Wars, most overt though that's fair but i mean like there are like there are just like names of like droids that i'm like oh i only know their name because i like read a book about sure. it sure like, and that's and that's one little detail in the background but this is major plot motivation sure mm-hmm. but i'm just saying that like star wars has been doing that for a long time yes and it, the expanded universe and if you guys haven't read any of the expanded universe books they're really good a lot of them are other new disney ones i'll give disney this they've made a really intriguing new Expanded universe, especially the book leading up to this. Uh, I have to finish to this the, the Leia one, the Bloodline. That oh, you Bloodline's really me. great. Yeah. Um, but the, the Resistance Reborn was, which was the one that would tie the gap between Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker, really tied together the canon really well. It's really good. It's really good. You guys should read it. But back to this movie. Sorry. Um, so. Oh, and he like raises up like twenty thousand. I was ships just about to get the, to this. Okay, yeah. Sorry. This ship, uh, Sith fleet ships, all the ships <laughs> that they have. Um, where did they come from? <laughs> exactly. Where did they come from? Um, they they all had di- they're they're like <laughs> the ground under the obviously. ice. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> I actually kind of like that twist. Like, I, I don't think that's a necessarily like they're they're just like going bigger. Like, yes, they have a lot of them, but I think it's a cool um, change that like they're all now the. the where did they come from? Basically. Also, what doesn't make any sense? Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, so Emperor Palpatine's plan, right? He's like, so I'm going to make while I'm like recovering or whatever. I'm going to make Snoke, I'm going to have him turn Vader's grandson, create the First Order, have this army, right, that's going to try to take over the galaxy. Um, Meanwhile, I'm going to have a second army over here preparing to take over that set, that first army to then take over the entire galaxy. When I get my granddaughter to take my spot, or when I instead just take their life force and become myself more powerful? Like, his plot makes no sense yeah. at all. He was just kind of like, he was like, a distraction. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, he's so oh. rushed and he's so thrown in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. it makes, just cool. like, the whole machinations of his plot. Let like, me uh, plot on my crane arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me just, like, he's so rushed. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, no. Obviously just threw him in. I, with, yeah, no. Like, Ugh. Palpatine was like, yeah. oh. All right, so let's let's get into the yeah. the plot. So, yeah, I, we, so we've, we've talking we've been talking very broadly. Yes. So for forty two minutes because oh there's so much to talk about with this movie. Cross if you're um, still listening. This is gonna be a part one. This is gonna be a long one. <laughs> this is gonna be a long one. Um, so 
Finpo, Chewie, they get this. Um, oh, my this favorite ship. Finpo. Finpo and Chewie. <laughs> and what was it? Craig? Krieg? I forget what the, this slug guy Craig? Was it Craig? <laughs> <laughs> His name's not Craig. It's not from the No, it's Craig now. Oh, I, lo- right, no, Craig. I loved Craig. him. I was like, oh, give me, I, give me more of this yeah. guy. I am going to look it up, but I won't say it on air because his name is just Craig. Do Craig. any of you guys watch Jenny Nicholson's videos? No. I fucking no. love Jenny Nicholson. Please come on the show, Jenny Nicholson. Um, uh, she made a bingo card for this movie to okay. like see the things, and one of her squares was, slug is friend? <laughs> Question mark. Yes. Question mark. Um, and he was. So they get this. So a fun action scene to start. They get this transmission that yes, Palpatine is back. Which like again, why? Okay, Palpatine's back, and they got a confirmation here what from the spy. And what was the transmission? Did it was that he was back? But like we, we already knew that. But we didn't like. We didn't like hear. No, we didn't. No, they. It's a drop line later in the movie. And Brad. Well, and the movie spends a total of like two seconds on the the. Uh, the resistance's reaction to this. Yeah. It's like, oh, guys, uh, Palpatine is back. Oh, oh shit. Oh, darn it. Okay, let's fight him. Like, but, 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 like no, no, he's back. Like, like this is big. This is now. Like, can you ima- like, can you imagine if they didn't have him in the trailers at all? Mm-hmm. And if this was a reveal in the movie that no one knew about? Yeah. Everyone would go, what? Oh, my God. Like, it would be massive. Even that reveal... With Kylo, even if it's the first scene. Yeah. That's a great reveal if if you don't reveal it. And this is my problem, like, ignoring Last Jedi. Episode 8, this, the episode 8 to this episode 9 was the fucking trailer. Yeah. All the setup, all that exposition stuff that we're supposed to learn is the trailer. Mm -hmm. That is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Just just the order in which they revealed Palpatine was just so ridiculous. Like, to put him at the very beginning of the movie... With like re- at least fine. reveal him later on. Which is honestly, I'm fine with that. It's the trailers. It's like it's like okay, we're gonna put this in the trailer so like they know eight months out that this is what's happening, sure. and they hopefully won't be thinking about. It. They'll just like take it for granted. That he's They'll just back. be like, all right, exactly. yeah, yep. whatever. Yeah, and then they're, like they're trying to like undercut how badly written this movie is. <laughs> yeah, but so they find this way. They 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 find this transmission. They go back. All of a sudden, the Resistance has a full base now, even though they were just a Falcon at the end of the last year. And they see no a lot more people. No explanation. It's basically um, Yavin 4. It, is, it, is it Yavin 4? It's not... I mean, it isn't Yavin 4, I don't okay. think, but it, it's it, supposed it, to serve the same purpose. Yeah. You know? I don't know what planet that they is. They just created a new I forest planet. The jungle. Um, like, like, they keep creating sand planets. And it's like, why are they so Oh my god, the fucking sand planet. There's another one. Every Creativity! Please! Some of it! Like, there's another I, forest planet, another sand. There's planet. another sand. Go to Tatooine. There's the another city. fucking yeah. sand planet in um in the Mandalorian. They, they oh, yeah. stole all the Navarro. fucking sand planet. Yeah. Oh my god. And then they go to Tatooine. Yeah. Spoilers for the Mandalorian. That's. Yeah, I am mean, going to be talking about a Mandalorian spoiler later on. We're gonna do an oh, entire yeah, yeah, podcast on the, on the so. season. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. We're gonna do podcasts on season one once okay. episode eight comes out. Great. So. So they're on this planet. Rey is training now under Leia. I love that she calls her master. I think that's great. I think yeah. this is a great little detail. I love that she's training her I like now. that Billy Lord is still there. Yeah, her Billy daughter. Lord is still there. Yeah, yeah her daughter. That's cute. Um, mm-hmm. I like this opening scene with the uh, training montage. One thing... Okay, I'll say this right now about the movie. Almost all the action is very thrilling. It's yeah. very well done action. That's true. Um, starting with this scene of running through the jungle. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. JJ is so good at, like... One thing I noticed in this movie is just how, like... 
all the action scenes have such, and just intense scenes in general, have such like a good sense of motion. Mm-hmm. The camera's always like moving around corners and going up and down. It, it never feels like disorienting. It just feels like you're in it. You got shot in the trailer where it's like following her and then it goes up and it oh. shows the, the huge yeah. view of her running through the course and, oh, yeah, that's and cool. the, the forest. Great shot. Yeah, Beautiful. I, I mean, I, I've been overall very pleased with the sequels um, with the sequel trilogy's action yeah, action always. sequences yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, looks great I still maintain that the Last Jedi uh, throne room Kylo and oh, Kylo oh and Rey, it's so bad. I think that's the best scene I think, I think, I think that's the best action scene I think so, Did you, yes. I think so how do you think it compared to Kylo fighting the Knights of Ren in this one All right, well, you can <laughs> talk about it when we get there yeah. yeah I could see what was happening in the throne room scene yeah um, so <laughs> that tells you my thoughts um, so so she she comes down of her little force thing. She says, no one, I can't hear them. Obviously setting up what comes later, which made me very excited. I want to see force ghosts, but I'm happy with what we got. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, so here I think is a good time, again, to have a broad conversation about Leia's scenes in this movie. They, 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 came, they had a solution that when we had our debate, we did not know was even available. They reuse footage from The Force Awakens, which again, yeah. there had to have been scenes from... Last Jedi that JJ just fucking ignored because Ryan shot it. Um, yeah. When he's like, oh, we're using scenes from Force Awakens, I'm like, why not from Last Jedi? Too? Because fuck although, Ryan Johnson. Exactly. There is the one shot where um, Ray and Leia hug, and then you don't see Leia's mouth, but she says, never be afraid of who you are. She's yeah. obviously not yeah. saying Yeah, she's obviously not saying um, And she obviously isn't the one saying Ben. Either. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, I. I. I um, stayed pretty faithful during Last Jedi because I was like they wouldn't have kept her around if they didn't have something Mm -hmm. for her to do and I do think that they handled that pretty deftly with this movie I think some of the scenes don't quite make sense yeah but I don't story wise story wise dialogue wise they don't quite make sense of all the things that I'm gonna complain about and have complained about already in this movie, this is not one of them. Yeah. They did the best they could. Yeah, really yeah. There's no way you can criticize no. them. It's like you know, it, honestly, yeah. I mean, it's if you really look closely, like with visually what they're doing, it looks you know, a little bit noticeable. But honestly, like out of, out of all, uh, it's ironic that like the character that they had to reuse footage from is like one of the ones that's handled, you know, yeah, one best. of the better ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even her death later in the film feels. Except, like, like especially because I knew what they were working with, I was just like, okay, yes, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. Obviously, I bawled like a baby in oh that scene, God. but I, 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 I do think it was pretty forced, where she's just like, I have to go now, it's gonna take every and Maz is like, it's gonna take everything she has, which means it, she's about it's to It's like, die. all right, again, she's gonna okay. die. Again, she goes and lies down, and like, yeah. If right. this was, if this was how it happened and Carrie Fisher was there, right. like, if she was still alive and this was how it happened, <laughs> that'd be like, this is shit. That'd be like, this but is dumb. It, they it's, did the best they really touching. I will never, yeah. I'm never, of all the things that I can criticize in this movie, I'm never gonna take the low-hanging fruit of the Leia stuff. Like, yeah, the Leia yeah. stuff, they did the best they could. This is, like, filmmaking-wise, that is such a hard position to be in. Like, I don't know how they pulled this off. They did a really good job with what they had and I think it's it's well done but here we have these scenes with Leia that obviously kind of don't quite make sense but again not gonna Sorry, complain too much uh, the, the, the scenes between Rey and Leia where they're talking about like training and uh, stuff yeah. like that um so they get this transmission right she goes through that training we get a little fun interaction between uh pin uh, pin damn it pin <laughs> Another name. (laughs) Poe, Finn, and... uh, The gay couple that should have been. Yes, seriously. Pin. 
um, yeah, pin. I handle this movie oh. introduces characters without explaining them. Yeah. Pin. <laughs> yeah. Pin. Pin was just it's so disorienting. Pin and Craig? What the God, pin and Craig. <laughs> no road map. There's no road map. Really um, <laughs> so, Finn, Poe, and Ray um, have a really fun interaction there. I love, he's like, she's a, he's in a bad movie. He's like, always. Like, I love that. But, like, they those three... Really good interaction, really good chemistry, and I know I said in Last Jedi that I didn't like Daisy Ridley's performance in that movie, and I still kind of stand by that, mm. but I think she's actually really good in this movie. Yeah, I think yeah. she does a good job. I think they've done a really good job uh, in creating kind of a new trilogy of characters. Like, obviously there was the you know, Han, Luke, and Leia, and now we have Finn, Poe, and Rey, and I, I think they've done a really good job of creating that, uh, and I think a group that probably doesn't mean as much sentimentally to, to a lot of people just because will. they're newer. Right, yeah, but... Yeah. Um, they never never were going but, to. But they, do a, really, a but they do a really good job of... Maybe someday. ...of Maybe. making them... Th- there's, there are no clear analogs. There's no one-to-one. Like, you mm-hmm. can't you can't say that Leia is the same as Rey. Finn is the same as Luke. Because, like, the different characters are, are... I'd say Rey is Luke. Yeah, right. But, and, and I guess... Well, Han in some regards. Be, Han would be Poe, po, and then right. Leia would be... Finn? Finn? Exactly. Yeah, that's not no, a exactly. good. Right. Exactly. Those other two are good. Though, but that's exactly what I'm saying. There are no like strict yeah, yeah. parallels. Uh, they've, also, they've done a good job of sort of mirroring things, but, but I would not, say right. I do but like not strictly lead. just reiterate. Something that, um, that we've talked about uh, actually at college is that like you should ne- actors should never be interchangeable when they're like in scenes together, and I think that that's something that this movie does really well is like creating like characters that aren't like just like I like I could have different scenes like with these people and I'm not just like uh who cares I would say I agree with you I like I, I actually never thought about that like but they for all the copying that this movie does I'm glad that they didn't just you know copy that and yeah. uh, like no one will ever live up to Harrison Ford's charm or anything like that but I, I do I do think that Ray's very good in this movie but I kind of lose Finn and Poe in some of the scenes where I, for me it just felt like their only purpose there was to quip yeah, and to just back and forth. Oh, are like yeah. like the little like oh argument argument like oh, uh, you know, uh, Poe wants to go straight ahead and do this, and Finn's like wait wait we should think about this, and it's like it just felt after a while I was like okay this is yeah. happening all the time. That's all I felt like it was. Also, how do we? I I uh, in Last Jedi I kind of felt this a bit, but I felt this a little bit more in this movie. How do you feel about John Boyega's acting in this movie? I like him. Oh, I like John Boyega. Does everybody like him? Okay. Everybody always says what I ask. I can never get anyone. I just, I don't know. It feels so, it feels so over the top in this movie. All his lines are so like, I don't know. Just, it's something about the delivery of the lines. I I kind of felt felt like that in Force Awakens, but I didn't really feel like he's come along. Okay. I got that in this movie too. It wasn't like debilitating, but like Mm -hmm. that's. Yeah, that's fair. I did like what they did with his hair. I wonder who the hairdresser is on this Yavin <laughs> I, we can, we can <laughs> You know, you know who is great and who will always be great. And I don't think the, I think the one character that gets out of here unscathed, out of this movie unscathed in terms of their story arc, Dude, is Kylo Ren. Oh yeah, yeah. Out of the three movies, he is like he is a, be, a, the, one. the best character. Well, Adam Driver, Adam Driver just did so much like to Adam try is and brilliant. Like, oh, Adam he, I mean, Driver he really is. I love Adam Driver's. What did he do? that last scene, but. But he tried to, like, salvage, like, Kylo so much yeah. throughout this movie. And, like, I mean, just, like, the things that I've read about, like, the ways that he was, like, trying to, like, go out of his way to, like, do this. And I, I someone said 
somewhere that they were like, if he knew that like this is like how Kyle would end up, yeah, then he like he it. wouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, uh, I was about to mention like, that he is, tweet. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's so true. Yeah. He is one of those popular actors, like along with Keanu Reeves. It's like this this guy seems like a genuinely good guy in yeah. real life. Like, yeah, like he all the interviews you watch with him, you're like, oh my god, like, he, he just seems so down to earth. He is one of the greatest working actors. Right oh, now. he's oh so good. Marriage Story. He's doing so much. No, I haven't. I need to watch it. I need to set aside a lot of time where I can watch it by myself and, and process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was one scene. There's you know that movie where he marries a tree is just—it's so, so interesting. What? Sorry. Where he, he mar- in Marriage Story, he marries a tree. The famous working tree actor, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I'm <What>? so confused. <laughs> Explain. You're making a joke that I don't think yeah, any of us get. Do you guys don't remember where she said that she could, that she should be able to play a tree if she wants to? Oh, 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 yeah. oh famous yeah, yeah, working yeah, yeah. tree actress. Okay, oh, no. okay. Yeah, cool. That was a deep cut that I didn't get. Okay. Uh, sorry. We're I, I should have. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some someone, people in the audience got will it. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well done, but I didn't get it. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think Adam Driver is one of the best working actors. I think he's the best, by far, the best actor. Probably ever in a Star Wars movie. I love Harrison Ford, but I don't think he's as good of an actor as Adam Driver. Um, Harrison Ford's more of a movie star to me. You don't I mean, like you and McGregor? Yeah, I would say, like, if you look at Harrison Ford's entire discography, Adam sure. Driver's better. But in a Star Wars movie, I think Harrison Ford. I mean, I think part of what I think part of the difference is that in the original trilogy, everything Han Solo does is so corny and over the top. Yeah. But also, everything in the original trilogy was so corny. Yeah, and that's the point. So, right, and that's kind of the point. So, I, I don't know if they're directly comparable. Sure. But, yeah. I but I would just say that, come yeah. a, Kylo has come a li- really long way throughout the series. Mm-hmm. I... I didn't like Kylo the first time I, I saw The Force Awakens. Like, I thought he was a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, I was exactly. like, I was yeah, like yeah, no, get your shit together. Like, right, but, then he, but then he grows up he and he grew. has an arc. And, and, like, and, that's, that's, really and that's also due because Force Awakens, like Adam Driver was still like an, a fairly established actor, but that was like oh, yeah. his first big movie. Yeah. I was reading an interview when he was talking about the first thing he ever filmed was the one where, with Max von Snydow in Force mm. Awakens. And he said that he was so scared because he couldn't see anything through his mask <laughs> and he didn't want to smack Max von Snydow in the face. Yeah. But like, um, the older guy oh, Lord Lord oh, yeah. Okay. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and like yeah he, I think he's the best performance in this movie best performance of the trilogy just wanted to get that out of the way um, so after they like from where we were going the bickering they had this bickering scene seems like Poe and Ray really have a contentious relationship even though that never goes anywhere um, because yeah. we had never because they had yeah. never met before Last Jedi and then their first scene together in this movie is them bickering there are so many love triangles that are set up in this trilogy I it hate it I hate it except for the one that doesn't make any <laughs> sense Raylo yeah except oh. for Raylo so okay let's, let's talk about this we can we can skip ahead a little sure uh. they, okay Raylo is one thing they've they've set Finn up with like let's count four, it let's count four, it. four four Ray, Rose, Poe, po, Jana, and Jana, and Jana. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! And they don't deliver on anything. And they also don't like Finn and Finn and Rose fucking kissed at the end of the last movie. Don't mention it. Also, oh, also Rose has to stay behind. We get it? I loved that Rose had to stay behind. I mean, I didn't love it because I think it sucks for <laughs> her. I felt I so Kelly bad. Yeah. I felt terrible, but at the same time, I mean, I didn't like Rose in Last Jedi. I'll yeah. put that out there. Yeah. But I like Kelly Marie Tran. Right. I think she deserves a second chance. I, I, it's just when they were like, "You want to come?" She was like, "No." <laughs> I think, I, I I think like, they oh did. Oh my god! Like, oh no! 
I, I think they actually did that pretty organically because they have characters like. Really? No, I was like, no, uh, no, I mean, fuck okay, off. they have characters like uh, Snap Wexley and like uh, Dominic, Snap. like Domin- Dominic Monaghan's characters, uh, and okay. like. And so they're all, like, decent, and uh, Billy Lord, so, like, they're all, like, kind of, they're all, like, kind of important characters. But Rose was so, like, they established her in Last Jedi. And, okay. And I feel, I feel really bad for the actress that she got Jar Jar, but I think it's ultimately for the best for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but and but it just—I felt so bad. Yeah, and, and like and it kind it made me mad because that it brings it back to like wow, like it's really just they're at the mercy. Of yeah, fans. Disney exactly. Disney's just making this movie, and yeah, so so this is right Disney where we're really at. Disney so really do be making this movie. <laughs> Disney, <laughs> Disney really do be really making that movie, movie though. <laughs> so they have they have Rose comes up to them. She's like, hey. I'm not coming. Sorry, gotta study. Sorry, gotta study. Big test. It's just like another another one of the things that we'll get into that is just a massive middle finger to the last Jedi. Um, the Jedi treats his lightsaber with respect. We're hitting to that scene. Oh we're getting to that scene. Fuck. So they get to Basada, <laughs> right? Sure which is a cool planet, and we get one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Actually, there's this festival. I wanted to stay with this festival even more. Yes. See, this is like this is what I love. This is what I love about India. Star Wars. I love the world building. I love the <laughs> just the, India. Is that what doing this? <laughs> it's, it's Indian music. No, no, not okay. Not the elephant parts. But, oh, yes. But yeah, it's just. I mean, the, the music and the dress and the dance are. That's fair. Sure. That I mean, that's very clearly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's, not it's like, very supposed to be. I, I was not referring to anything. With, <laughs> I know. was like, wait, what are you saying? <laughs> no, no, I, that's that obviously has nothing to do with like no. elephants. I mean, no, elephants course, yes. are in India and stuff, yeah, and yeah. like they're, they're deserts and shit. But that was. In, Sure. <laughs> but bringing it back, it's obviously not supposed yeah. to be. Yeah, but like this is what I love about Star Wars. And although yes, this is not the most original planet we've ever seen. I love that. Like <laughs> Star Wars is so it's big. There's so many planets we can. And explore. they chose a fucking desert again. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, I'm so pissed off at the same planet. But at least there are different so creatures. <laughs> I'm I know. so sorry to our listeners. Oh my That's god. Cool. And then they ruined it by bringing fucking Lando. In. Like it's the moment we had a moment of originality. They just. Yeah, and service the shit out of it. How did he and, just go back to Tatooine then? Like, and gonna have God, the moment where I was like, ah, fuck, this is where we're going with this movie. I'd be honored to know what your last name is. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, God damn it, no. So, and fuck. the fucking C3PO who like understands her past trauma, it's like, allow me to translate yeah. for you. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, 3PO. <laughs> so I, I like how this festival only appears every 42 years. And it just happens to be that moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, no, because that's when the first yeah, Star Wars came out. Uh, yeah, yeah. uh, 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 my our, our other friend, Matt, uh, who I saw the movie with, leaned over to me and was like, that's when the first Star Wars movie came out. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I didn't. I actually didn't think to make uh, that up. Ah, my, I, I did think it was really cool um, in the, the Kylo fight where the cranberries or whatever it was happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With the cranberries, yeah, the, space like, cranberries. The, the space cranberries, where he like stabs into them and then they like spill out onto his floor in the ship <laughs> when oh, they're like wow, fighting in two different yeah, places. That's hilarious. Well, okay. Okay. But, but no, uh, yeah, this, oh, it's the same planet. planet. He, he he no, it's actually that's Kajimi. He snatches. The oh, that is Kajimi. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, he snatches the necklace here. He snatches the necklace here. We set up the ability of them moving space objects through space. Which honestly, that's a force development. I don't mind. So I've heard some people complain about it, especially later in the film with the over the head scene. It's dope. I, oh, I it's love cool. it. It's, it's a really natural further. Furthering exactly. of the Last Jedi Force connection, yeah. which is which is a furthering of Empire. The, the yeah, dyad. It, it lets you do <laughs> such cool stuff. Yeah. Like yep. yeah, that I have no problem with. I agree. It's it feels like it's the next step. Can and I get so I get so pissed off when people are like, oh, why are they introducing no, more Force abilities? Like, 
what are you talking about? They introduce more force abilities force in boundless. every single film. They have to introduce something else. They introduce... Um, I mean, yeah, the... the Force Skype happens in Empire. Yeah. <laughs> um, light, the lightning happens in Return of the Jedi. Oh, that's no problem. Can you imagine yeah. if Force Lightning were introduced now after not having it been oh, introduced yeah. before? Mm-hmm. People would be like, what is that? You're not allowed to have that. That's terrible. Instead, when they introduced it in the 80s, people were like, oh, yeah, that's great. It makes yeah, perfect sense. has lightning. But cool. people always get so mad whenever they introduce new force abilities and I don't get it like just because it wasn't in a previous movie doesn't mean it that it doesn't exist guess what they put uh, it in the movie it exists now one let's wait to talk about force healing oh. everything besides that I agree with you okay like all the okay. force powers besides force healing I have no problem with in this movie I want to talk about force we're, yeah. we're getting to that <laughs> okay. so. I just want to make one point um, something that I, I won't take credit for this this is just something that I heard uh, like uh, another critic say um, that I was like, oh, I guess that kind of makes sense. Because I was kind of thinking the same thing. But they were saying that, like, oh, like, I don't I don't mind that there's new Force abilities that, like, but I just don't understand. Like, they were saying that, like, I get mad when there's not, when I don't see, like, a how that person acquired those Force abilities. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, he has Force lightning because of, you know, the, uh, the Master taught to him and he's been so trained in the dark side. But it's like, oh, but she just got this how just because she's overpowered. Like, and it doesn't make sense for the character. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like, I agree. Like, if they, if they introduced Force lightning here, like, <laughs> like, oh my God, like, people would go crazy. Well, and Luke's, um, Luke's, uh, whatever you call it, how he, like, he, he projected the image of himself onto, oh, onto yeah. Crate. People had a lot of issues with that, but yeah, it really makes sense because he's been on this planet basically. Or he's been like on this island by himself, basically like meditating for however many years. Yeah. So he's incredibly focused. And yeah, you yeah. see how much focus it takes. See for that, that makes now. that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Like that makes sense. But the Ray stuff, it's like, but how? Like their only reason for that is oh, because she's so badass. She's so powerful, and she's got all wait, the Jedi in stuff? her. Like the Force healing power and the. Let's get. Know. Let's wait. Okay, we're gonna wait. Okay, we're gonna so wait. Ryan okay. really wants the, to I mean, wait. The, to I the, the, the FaceTiming and the FaceTiming and um, force the like <laughs> right the, the yeah the force Skype and the force with, Amazon Prime right yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> the force Amazon Prime and the force Skype those are because of the dyad yeah uh, are they I would think so I I mean we don't see them communicating with anyone else okay. but they can communicate with each other and but they the can, force they can Amazon Prime. Sure. The yeah. <laughs> free one one minute delivery for your lightsaber. <laughs> split second delivery. But didn't we talk Sorry. about the um how they're like the force Skype was also kind of a thing with Leia and Vader? Uh, Leia and Vader. Leia and Luke. Leia and Luke. Yeah. Luke. Or Leia and Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I mean, I, they also had a Which very I, well, they are, and they're siblings, yeah. so okay. that makes sense. Um. Okay. So we're in this scene of Asana, right? I love, I love three PO in this movie. I think he has really? hilarious one-liners in this movie. Like, yeah, I, the I scene would, where they're all standing yeah. there looking over Pisani, he's like, it only happens every 42 years, and then everyone turns back and looks right. at him, and I, he turns I and like, looks to see if anyone's <laughs> that was That was good. so funny. <laughs> I, I feel like this movie really played into the 3 p was fucking annoying yeah. <laughs> a bit, and like, I was like, I thank do, God. Yeah, I, for the most part, I like 3 and like, Oh, yeah, you, you hated him in the old movies, right? Mm. And so after, after, this, after they had this festival scene, First Order shows up, and they go on this chase. Again, a really fun chase, kind of an homage back to the um, to episode one 
with yeah. the um oh it's so now, this good. is pod racing pod racing now this is pod racing. when the when the when ships like the do the boost and the guys yeah. jump up with the jetpacks oh that was awesome out. yeah it's so cool very cool <laughs> chase scene I love they fly now I know a lot of people had a problem with that I don't know why I don't I don't know why people had a problem with that I think they were just looking for something to complain about with this oh that's all people do yeah exactly again again the action that's what part of this podcast is I love see no I feel like there's a difference between nitpicking and having actual complaints and I feel like they're very different things I love the um again the 3PO like excellent job sir Terrible job. Yeah. So I don't know why, but I was like, the humor in this movie really worked. We're about to get to Babu Frig. Much um, better than Babu. Last Jedi. Yes. Yeah, and I thought much better than the last humor Jedi. was actually really funny. <laughs> the the uh, the action in this scene is really cool. I love the new flying stormtroopers. I really love that. The and then the jet troopers. And then jet troopers. They all fly off their ships <laughs> to conveniently all land in the quicksand exactly where they have to be. They all fly through the quicksand, and here become here comes one. Major thing that I have major a thing. huge major, major thing, thing. Major a huge problem with. They land in this, all conveniently land in the quicksand, which like, okay, fine, whatever. Ray, I was gonna tell you, and then I never tell you, and then I never have a scene with you to explain what oh. it is. It's just a runner. <laughs> they they introduce a runner in this movie, and they do not explain what it is, and it pisses me off. Have you seen? Have you seen uh, what? Uh, oh, oh, I forget if it's Bob Iger or J.J. Abrams said. JJ, yeah. Yes. J.J. said that yes. he was going to tell her that he's force sensitive, and I was like, no, <laughs> like no, that's see, not that, what he was going to say. Okay, see, that satisfies my need, my internal need for an answer. Sure, but it does not. It just makes the sense. fact that they don't talk about it in the movie. Now, this is addressed. Very, it's addressed subtly later. We find out that Finn is force sensitive, but sure. they never have the scene. But they, but we never connect it to that fact. That's what, what he, he was, was about. Going That's to say. the thing he was. And why say. would he say that to them as they're dying? Like I said this to you in a text. Like it's <laughs> yeah. very obviously. It's like Ray. I've always loved you. Yeah, I'm exactly. about to die. Very obviously what you he was going to say. Someone, yeah. You, you don't tell like, someone, like, wait, I have I powers. <laughs> it's like, wait, I got the force too. All right, we're dying. All right, bye. I'll see you. I'll see you. I'll see you in the, uh, I'll see you in the afterlife with all the other guys. I, I, I hated that. Wait, yeah. I never told you. I can juggle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can play the piano. It's basically that. It's just like an ability that I have. Can what? Well, I completely forgot about the podcast. Force Awakens. <laughs> I do a podcast. I see you Semi regularly. Find us on Podbean iTunes. podcast. <laughs> I completely forgot about um, when Finn like wielded a lightsaber and slightly held yeah. his ground against yeah. like oh yeah I forgot that, like, happened. Yeah, that that he did that yeah and also another thing that this like that no one ever addresses yeah Finn was a stormtrooper remember yeah. that like could we play around with that a bit more than like a one minute cheesy conversation with that girl on the ship with the girl yeah. where they where they were like you were a stormtrooper oh, too cool yeah. they're like oh my god there are all these stormtroopers uh, like like regretted what they have done well, and, then, and then and then Finn shoots one and he's like exactly. <laughs> 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 well, and, and then in the Mandalorian, it's it's cool because there's an ex shock trooper yeah. from the rebels. Like, yeah. that's, the, that's something we've never yeah. seen before. Why don't they do more with that? That could be that so much with his character. They're doing more with such that a blank slate, which is good. But can we do it in this movie, please? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Wait, the, I have a question. The yeah. the quicksand that they fall into is this the same one that uh, Poe fell into? Like, is this the satisfied? Like, no. Okay, I didn't know if this was to be like. Wait, but how did Poe escape? Well, this is how there were tunnels underground. No, I don't no? know. Okay. This is a different planet, so I don't wait. know. In Force Awakens, when Poe, oh, I thought no, they he, no, Poe just ejected. Uh, oh, is that what they ship. said? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. they say that's a drop line in Force Awakens. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I didn't um, know. If that so, was, yeah. so they conveniently fall through the sand, right? 
And then they there's somehow lighting in this underground tunnel. Okay, but I, I kind of like this. This was cool. Oh. No, the, the, the plot convenience is... turns on her lights No, on. but even before that, there was light in this underground okay. tunnel. Okay, no way, okay. No way there's out. a little bit of light because you need to uh, this, see. This is nitpicky, okay? Fine, fine, fine. You, need, you need to see who they are, who the people yeah. are, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's very dark. The, 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 humor, the, humor, the humor here works. It's cool, yeah. But, so convenient, they fall exactly where they have to be to see this ship with the... Like, oh, it has the guy that killed Ray's parents. And then they find the little... Protractor knife thing, which makes no <laughs> sense. I love it. I do love really? that. I think that's funny. I think it's, I think it's really, think, it's so. I also just love that they didn't notice at any time that like the thing pulled out until they got like she got there and it was like oh. <laughs> so okay, wow. so MacGuffin number two. Um, so yeah, it is at this point that the movie kicks it into full gear with the like every single scene is just to get us to this point. Like it's, yeah. it, it's there's no characters in any mm. of the scene. It's just mm. point A, point B, point so, C. So they get this dagger, which BBH is like, there it is, got it. And then so it's like okay, so they have this ship that is. There's that is underneath snake. there. They're like, okay, it's a Sith. They find the knife. There's this massive snaky thing that obviously ate OG or whatever. And he's got cuts, right? Yeah. And here it is. Or seal. The thing that breaks the fucking series. <laughs> Force healing. Force healing breaks this series. Oh. What do you mean? Force healing absolutely destroys this series. And I'll give you why. What? Okay. I was so... 3 a.m. 3 a.m. driving home from the screening that we were at. My friend, my crackhead friend was calling me. He was like... He did, <laughs> He doesn't sleep. He just—he doesn't sleep. Oh, I don't know, understand why. So he's like, "Call me when you get out." And call. Sure enough, he's just awake at three a.m. on Thursday night. And I, he's I like, told him to do that to me too." So, <laughs> so my one question is like, so if there's this force healing power, like, why, why did Anakin need to turn to the dark side? Wait. If if there what? is this force <laughs> healing thing, and Kylo Ren has the ability to do it, which means that the Skywalkers would have the avail- availability to do this force healing. A, why didn't Luke save save Vader? B, why did Vader not save Le- uh, his mom? Why did Vader not save Padme? Okay. If this has always been a thing, why was this even a conflict between Palpatine yeah. and Anakin? Yeah, because in episode three. If this has always been well, so always been part of this series that the Force you can transfer some of your life force to someone else, and Rey needs no training to know how to do it. She just fucking does it. See, that's that's my problem. There's no reason. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. But okay. It actually, I feel like it kind of explains something from Revenge of the Sith. Because Palpatine talks about, like, oh, like, Darth Plagueis, like, can, like, bring people back to life from the dead. And everyone thought up until this point, oh, he was just lying to Anakin. Like, it was just bullshit. He was just making it up to get him to turn to the dark side. But, like, what if Palpatine knew how to do that the whole time? And because Rey is a Palpatine, she knows how to do it. But Kylo knows how to do it. And But there's a dyad in the Force! This and Baby Yoda true. knows how to do it in The Mandalorian. So there you go. Spoilers. It breaks the series. Yeah. That's what I'm like. That's what I'm saying. As soon as it happened in Episode Seven of Mandalorian, I was like, Ah, fuck. Well, I, I did love that they released the movie and waited to do the episode where yeah. he heals a person yeah. like directly like, before it. Yeah, exactly. And um, they were like, that's well, true. because they're supposed to come on Fridays, and they moved this Mandalorian yeah. episode just up to Wednesday. Up to Wednesday, just to explain just for to healing. Like, yeah, for healing. Like, so I get what you're saying there. I would I, like it. I, I think I would be okay with it if it were just Yoda. Sure. If it was just Baby Yoda, if so, sure. The fact the child that Palpatine's granddaughter, again, so many Force powers like you have the ability to do it, but you need to be taught how to do it, right? This never comes up. She just goes up to him and it's like, "Here, it's a snake. I can fix you." But and not only thing, if it's like if it's just the dyad, (laughs) if it's just the dyad, right, that they could heal each other. Okay, fine. But she can fucking heal the snake. 
Anakin should be able to fucking heal Padme. That's a problem that I've always had with Rey as a character, fundamentally, is just that she can, she's she knows how to do everything, yeah. always, all the time. She. This is how I, uh, I posited it to my one friend, is that she's like that really annoying girl in class that is just like already good at everything, mm -hmm. and you're just kind of like, all right, like I get it, like you're cool and you know how to do everything, but it's like, can like you struggle a little? Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah. like it so fundamentally breaks everything in this series, especially if Kylo Ren knows how to do it. If Kylo Ren could just, if Rey just dies at the end of this movie and he just goes, I'm gonna touch your tummy and you're gonna live. And then I'm gonna die. And like, like, there are so many times in this movie where a Skywalker has had the ability to save someone they but, love and they yeah. didn't. I really think it's just Rey, Rey, I think that, but, I think but, that makes Which sense. is still dumb. But, but what if, it's still dumb. But what yeah. if it's, well, because so Ray heals him, right? Yeah. And says, oh, I gave him part of like my life force or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, what if because of that, then because he is also like there is a dyad in the force and they share power because he like you she used that power yeah, on him. You are stretching he, real hard. I know I am, but I'm just saying that's yeah. a possible. I mean, also Palpatine steals. Palpatine is able to steal, which life. we're getting to that scene where I oh uh, well uh, because he's so trained in the force. Like and then he has cool yellow eyes again. Okay, so. Yeah, he goes. So the first force healing, yeah. and then randomly the snake just like thwacks the outside of the cave, and they just get He's out. He's like, see ya. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah, thanks, thanks, Beef. Thanks, B. I'll see you later. And then they find this ship. I hate that. They find this ship that is unlocked. I hate this. I hate this Sitting on top part. of a rock for over a decade. And but now we have to so worry about convenient. fuel because of Ryan Johnson. We no, have to worry no, about no. Fuel they have some. fuel. It's I fuel. know, but how does that make sense? Exactly. <laughs> this ship Where's, is sitting on top of a rock. Do they have coaxium? Shut the fuck up. something that exists. It's sitting on top of a rock, <laughs> unlocked and fueled and just ready for them to go and they just like, Boop. all right, we're going. Yes, I understand. That makes no sense. Yes. Makes no sense, number one. Everything in this five minute sequence makes no sense. Number two, <laughs> Chewie gets kidnapped by the Knights of Ren, right? There's one transport. There are two. There's one transport. They never show a second transport. I yeah, hate the that they do times. this. I they hate that they do this. I watched for it. They've never shown a second transport. When he's boarding the ship, there's a, another transport directly to the left. When does that take off? Uh, well, we don't see it take off, but we do see I the never saw, I didn't see that, so maybe I missed it the second and third time, but I specifically yeah, looked for it the second did. and third time. Yeah, no, there there is a transport. It's, it's an earlier shot than you're thinking. It doesn't take off, but... There is there is a second transport. We, okay, I so, guess it's just planning to take off. So later, even though. if that is the case, this fake out yes. makes no has no emotional impact because as soon as it happens, it's so quick that you know he's not dead. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not like they, they prolong this. It's not like you have like a thirty minutes of like oh damn Chewie is dead. It's like five minutes and they're like oh yeah he's back. I mean so, I really oh, oh, like oh, at first I thought that they just did him dirty like that where they were just like oh Chewie's dead and Which I was honestly, like fucking Akbar'd him. Cool. <laughs> honestly no I was like, cool with this actually. Like if this was his death like and like it's this really like conflicting thing yeah. for Ray and then they really used it. But yeah, they yeah, really that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was and exactly I didn't even feel any of the stakes because. Like, I know you said you felt it, but, like, at this point in the movie, when everything is already so formulaic, I was like, oh, they're bringing him back. <laughs> Another plot hole. I mean, like, yeah. Another plot hole. So she can't feel that Chewie's not on that ship, right? And Chewie's <laughs> on the other transport. Yep. And then she's on the planet of Kajimi, and he's like, he's on that ship. What? <laughs> yes. So he can conveniently know where he is so when the plot... I'm <laughs> when, when, So she can conveniently know where Chewie is when the plot demands it. But when the plot doesn't demand it and demands that she doesn't know where he is when he's 20 feet that way... 
and alive and fine, she can't feel him. That's it the, makes no fucking I mean, sense. She's, that's the bottom line here in this movie. It, it, the reason for so many things is because the plot needs it to happen. Exactly. exactly. It's so frustrating because no other Star Wars movie is like her this. Her grief is clouding her judgment. I don't know. Not this bad. I mean, this... Not this. At not, this point in the movie, I was like, this is bad. Like, it was completely losing me. Everything feels so formulaic. Mm-hmm. And... Why does she go out in the middle of like what what's going on with this running thing and she jumps and slices the Tie Fighter? I don't know. I like she was that. like, I, I need to fight Kylo. It's cool, but like, why does she do it? She like, I don't know. It just was she trying to kill Kylo or was she trying to incapacitate him? I just like, feel like she like the whole thing with like this connection with Kylo. Like, I get it. Like, she's like, hmm, like I wanted to take your hand, but it's like she just goes like full. Mm, like, it was just so. She goes weird. stupid. It felt like a shot yeah. made for the trailer, not for the. And it's a really great exactly. And there's another one of those later. Yeah, it's a really great shot though. And it's a good say, shot, but it doesn't like I forgot about it until you mentioned it right. Right, and it doesn't really do anything. He walks away from it. So they 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 all go their separate ways. They go to Kajimi. Yeah. They have some little running around, and honestly, all everything on Kajimi is like kind of nothing. Like they crack open his head, Babu Frick. Yes. Fucking hilarious. Yes, I love Babu, Babu Frick. Frick. Wait, is this the snowy planet? Yes. Okay, I was so happy that it was a different looking planet. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me. I think it, is it is it Whitehall in Skyrim or? Um, oh, oh. Uh, like like the snowy planet with all like the stone. Um, oh, okay. No, no, no. I know. I know what you're talking. Yeah, yeah. About. yeah, yeah. Um, I, oh my god. I, I I I was so happy that it was something different. And I like this idea of like oh like the stormtroopers are like ransacking all the houses. Yeah. And, like, yeah. This was cool. This, yeah. This, uh, this I, is thought, fine. Uh, I thought Zam Wessel was really good. I mean uh, Zori Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, sorry, they're the same. Oh okay. Like she was one of the very throwaway characters in this film that I actually was like, oh, like she's kind of cool. Like they, I, I and they're like, kind of good scene together. Those were the uh-huh. other two scenes. They, that I use, they, they use a, sp- a spice running uh, spinoff. Yes, yeah, like that I, would be neat. This was yeah, one of the like two that. scenes that I was talking about when Zuri and Poe just actually get to sit there and talk about their past. That was good. I liked it. The really good. I, I was so shocked. It was finally like, because the movie took a breath. Characters? The yeah. movie yeah. took a breath. And exactly. it finally had a inter- good interaction between characters. Granted, it was two characters that we didn't know how to history before this moment. Yeah, I, did, like, I wish it would have been two like characters that we knew. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I did like at the end where, <laughs> where um because like before when he's like, can I kiss you? And she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, looks at her, he's like, ah. I love that. Ah, and that felt like a very Han moment. Again, one of my main positives with this movie is that the huge Humor works. It works. No. The humor works, and the Kajimi stuff, like everything with 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 uh, with three PO, is funny. Babu Frick, the droid is ready. I like, love I, that. Um, I Babu Frick. I love that. Like the callback then later to like he's one of my oldest oh, friends. Man, man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he, he, I love Babu Frick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, loved him. I liked Dio. Dio. Dio comes up voiced by J.J. Abrams, yeah. which is so Who perfect because... Bobby Frick? Um, I don't know. It was like some person I never heard of, I gotta admit. Um, it was like... It started with an F. S. Not an F. S. F. Um, <laughs> but J.J. voicing Dio. Yeah. Saying, no thank you, no thank you, c- continuously in this film, really touched me because I'm like, yes, that's exactly how I feel about you, J.J. Yeah, okay. I, I um, thought Dio was kind of annoying. <laughs> I like Dio. Dio was cute. I was um, like, okay, this is... <laughs> two, two cute characters? Sure, um, yeah. The Babu Frick was voiced by Shirley Henderson. I knew it was an If accident. anyone can... Name what memorable part she had. Shirley Henderson? Shirley. Moaning Myrtle. Oh! Oh my god! Oh, what really? Bobby Frick? Yeah. What Isn't that hell? weird? Okay. Holy moly. Um, Wasn't she? I so. just thought that 
I just thought, for a long time, I thought Moting Myrtle was just Daniel Radcliffe in drag. Wow, really? I honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I kind of thought the same. She's like, she's like old. Compared yeah, she to the is old. In, in, in Harry Potter. No, she was like a 30-something year old. No, in she, that she's 54. Yeah, yeah, she was in Train Spotting too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. She has an album called Topsy Turvy. Oh my god. Let's give it a listen. Give it a Let's listen. listen to the entire thing right yeah. now on this yeah. podcast. Oh, I mean, instead of the rest she of the won she won she won the Olivier Hay for Best Actress in a Musical. Shit. So what? So not much so, happens with Kajimi. <laughs> we get the the thing is translated, right? Mm-hmm. We go up to the ship because all of a sudden Ray needs to know that Chewie's up there. She was in Frozen? So they go up. Yeah, okay, see, uh, yeah. move on and, from the woman that played Bob. C three PO gets undone. And C three. Okay, well, yeah, he gets his memory <laughs> yeah. erased. Which your will have ass, no consequences. Which will have today. no consequences later, like most things. Mm-hmm. So we go up to the ship, right? Oh no! Before we go up to the ship, I really. Oh no! Yeah, this is as we go up to the ship because they split places. Kylo Ren goes down to the planet. We have one of my favorite scenes of the movie: the lightsaber duel between Kylo Ren's quarters and the planet on Kajimi, That's where they I'm fight <sighs> each other. I. Love that scene. Such a cool idea. Great in execution. So great. Loved it. That's where the cranberries come from. Or yes. yes. As I said before, I like, I like the scene a lot. I just don't like the baby. Like, I know who they are, but I can't oh, tell sure, you. Yeah. But like, oh, like, very, it's original. It's well executed. It's clever. Yeah, yes. it's a really great action scene. Um, yeah. I like that they're now fighting through Force Skype. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's really, it's a really, again, it's a good continuation. Again, the only Force power that I dislike in this movie is Force healing. Everything else is very cool. I, I can accept that yeah. uh, criticism because it does kind of break everything. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. it breaks but a lot. I, I will say it's it's really entertaining and, and pretty nostalgic to see. Um, Poe and Finn and Chewie run through run through these halls yeah. of the Star Destroyer. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love this. No, I like I the sequence. This. I like the sequence a lot. And once really again, cool. the camera just <laughs> foof, foof, and, and they have the whole shootout until wait until until. Um, oh no! Even wait, even the on the spy stuff. Okay, how do we I'm the spy? Oh, okay, I like makes it. sense. I like it. Yeah, perfect like sense. He's a goofy dude. He was like, yep. I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo Ren to lose. I'm like, 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 bitch. Right, and, and given, exactly. and given <laughs> what happens, like... <laughs> he's Bobby Moynihan. Yeah, he's Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't bitch. He's probably 30 pounds soaking wet under that dr- r- wetsuit or whatever. <laughs> little black dress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little back, black dress, yeah. Um, like, yeah, Bobby Moynihan from the SNL skit is oh General Hawks in this movie. Yeah, pretty much. It's canon. It's canon. We just made it now. Because it is a continuation of what they did with him in The Last Jedi. Yeah. Which is so but then they I think it is a, it is a better continuation because I feel like how they did it last year. And then Price immediately kills him. Oh my like, god. But, so that that wasn't even the thing the that humor, I was going to say. The humor was good though, there with the, the like, it was like, shoot, he's like, shoot, shoot me in the arm. Like, he's like, like, like no, no, he's like, ah! I think this made sense and I think, yeah, I really, I really did like Lieutenant Pride. Yeah, it was fine. Like, I, I thought they were actually gonna like do another callback with him because when he's talking to uh, Palpatine or whatever he says I will serve you like I've served, served you in the old days and I was like yeah. oh I was like oh, the, the old days, days. Yeah, I thought they were gonna do so like but it, it was cool because they were like oh there's people who know mm-hmm. like they're like yeah. that he was still alive I, I did like we no, had, I don't think he knew ahead of time you don't think so no. what, like where I, I thought that that meant that he was like oh like I like I've known and I've been your like liaison the whole no time. I, th- I took it as just like oh he's back all right cool dad oh okay uh, I did think it was really we didn't know I don't think we talked about this earlier when they were talking about the spy and then mm-hmm. Kylo just like smashed that yeah, one yeah. dude up on the ceiling well, okay wait you don't think that pride knew about Palpatine before that scene I think that's why well, they before the before like it was generally for this though. movie oh yeah, no, yeah I don't think so okay. um Again, something that might get explained in the novel. Hopefully. Probably. Um, Be interesting. So, besides force healing, we get to my least favorite thing in the theater, um, theater experience, where I literally, like, kind of, like, fake, like, got up to leave, because I was just, I was done. 
when when Kylo Ren did just you actually, says, did you, "Did you actually do that?" No, I like kind of like I just got like sat up a little bit, and I was like, "No, I'm not actually gonna leave." Mm-hmm. Um, when when it's revealed that she's Palpatine's granddaughter, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so clunky. It doesn't fit with this trilogy. Wait, remind me again what scene this is. This is on the ship. Uh, on they're the, the or they're above or? Kijimi. Is that during the, so that's where you are. Yeah, so he's like, so that's where you are. They go up, they have that interaction oh, in the in yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the hangar. Yeah. And then she runs and jumps off. And he's just like, I didn't tell you there were nobody because they chose to be your Palpatine's granddaughter. Like, it's so I shit. hate this so much. The, the scene like is shit. No. Again, again, here's the thing. He says in this scene... Everyone knew but her. Yep. Kylo knew. Luke knew. Leia knew. Han knew. Mm. What? It doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense with this film. It makes no sense with the rest of the film. I mean, it, it, it kind of makes sense in Last Jedi. Like, yeah, they didn't care. Okay, Leia's not going to tell Rey that, that she's Palpatine's granddaughter because it doesn't matter. Because that's the whole point. Like, you can you can be good if, if you're... Grandpa's well, fucking because because about, Luke found out when she it's like so much less impactful because in the Last Jedi review in the Last Jedi when she w- like immediately went to the dark he's like you immediately went to the dark mm-hmm. and it's like you built your temple on top of the dark whatever um, yeah remember that was, I said that was one of the things I liked in Last Jedi how she yeah. is a nobody like that makes yeah. it impactful I really it's the like whole, we had to make it connect it's the whole broom kid point at the end the whole point of the Last Jedi is like anyone yeah. can be a Jedi it is not about bloodlines like I have so many notes about this that so, kid's a Palpatine too. The end of Probably. the last Jedi. Anyone can anyone can have the Force. It's not about who you are, as like it's not about who your family is. It's about who you are as a person sure. that determines whether or not you have the Force. And then here it's like, yeah. nah, it's just all about bloodlines. It's right. just about these two families. Yeah. Like it's, it's like it, it it's completely. A, it's a great theme that gets destroyed. It's so debilitating to this series. Not only that, was Anakin the son of someone? No. Was Yoda the son of someone? Well, maybe. Uh, Mace Windu, Obi-Wan, Kiatimundi, Kitfish, like, does everyone have to be the fucking son of someone else? Or the daughter of someone else? <laughs> you like, wait, 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 weren't you complaining about how Rey is nobody in the No, I love that Rey is nobody. I, I think, you were saying, like, I think I was complaining about Rey. Yeah, maybe. Like, I, going, I just re-listened to the podcast, I'm like 90. Oh, okay. No, okay. like, I love that. No, I, I thought, I, I thought My you initial were saying reaction, that, that it's all supposed to be about, like, the Skywalker... Well, n- that's, like, that's like, okay. It's the story. Oh, of the I know what I complained about. I know what you're thinking of. In the Force remember. Awakens podcast, mm-hmm. when the when Luke's well, I kind of miss called it Luke's theme, like the Force theme played mm-hmm. when she got the lightsaber. Oh. That's when I wanted her to be a Skywalker. Yeah. And then, because that's kind of where Force Awakens that's was setting her up to be theme. someone. Yeah. And then Last Jedi. Yes, yes. And then Last Jedi was like, no, she's yeah. no one. And I love that. After I watched the documentary and Ryan Johnson talked about how it's like it's the hardest thing for her to hear that she's nobody. And I love that. Yeah. And then it plays so great with the theme. So so then when it's revealed that she's the granddaughter, um, well, first off, it's like, okay, so Palpatine just had some kids and they ran off. Uh, When did Palpatine... When? When? (laughs) Trevor the old I was like, hold on! Probably when he was, like, a younger guy. No, but that makes no sense, because they were in their 30s. Timeline, yeah. They were in their 20s or 30s, and Ray's, like, 20. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It does not line up timeline-wise. That's the old Trevor broken Who is her grandmother? Who is her grandmother? And the fact that one of my friends was, like... Was Palpatine out there laying the gray pipe. So how many... Oh my god. <laughs> we just earned that explicit tag. Wow. Real Wait, hard. So, so how many years I saw that about this Yoda. <laughs> For uh, so this, <laughs> this is roughly 40. 40. So... It might be like... It's somewhere between 35 and 40. Oh, well... Yeah, okay. 42. I guess. Obviously. Mm, I don't think it's directly that correlation. Well, okay. Well, no. It was 34... So this is 35. <laughs> 
okay. numbers. <laughs> Force Awakens and Last Jedi were 34. So this, so this, this is, is your 35. 35. 35 years after Return of the Jedi. No, after A New Hope. After A New, a Hope. New Hope. But And then how many years before... 31 after uh, Return of the Jedi. So, all right. No, no, well, no, no, no. How so many let's years say that the parents, after let's Revenge say that, of the Sith? So that would be 35 plus 22. So let's say that Rey is, is like... Rey is like, what, 20 in this movie? Roughly. Okay, let's say 20. Let's say she's 5 when her parents get kidnapped. Roughly. So it's the year 20. Yeah. Uh, when her parents get kidnapped, if they're thirty at that point, should we assume he was let's, already shrivelly old? Let's man. say let's say forty. <laughs> let's say they're forty. They Maybe she's had, a, had a force baby, like like and um, it's forty. Mom. So that would be twenty BBY. That that which they is were. which is literally episode three. Okay, and that's nineteen BBY. Yeah, okay. it doesn't. Yeah. It you have to do some stretching for it to make. You do, but like even if he's shrivelly old man, then it comes to the point of like. Did he have like a sex slave that he got pregnant? Like, That's like it I just gets really weird. I, th- I think there's there's no way that it was like. That's a, lo- a really like, weird thing for it to be the main plot of right. the main Star okay, Wars yeah, movie. Yeah, we're going we're going really dark with this, but like I think if you read between the lines, like Palpatine is just so evil that I feel like it was like probably some kind of slavery, like which makes fact, me really uncomfortable. Yeah. The fact that this is a kids movie that somehow someone's like, well, okay. "How is he your granddaughter?" Yeah, and that's I have to explain why they my ten-year-old thirty years from now. Like, it's because he raped someone and had a child with her. I'd be like, "Fuck." Well, and also, how... So well, Thanks, JJ! Yeah, thanks, JJ! <laughs> well, just fudge the numbers a little bit and say yeah, he had well, it when he was younger. What I'm assuming oh. is that he had the kids, and the kids um, were good. Like, yes. like and they were like, all right, we don't want to mess around with that. Yeah, exactly. And so how we're going to go... Like, Palpatine at this point? Wait, but, 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 so... But... Very. So, wouldn't... 27. <laughs> I don't I just I wish they I don't know how hard it would have been just to have a line saying that Palpatine's kids you know like they, but they did not accept him and then I they mean, ran they kinda away had that. really yeah they did I felt like it was so just it I was still know, super rushed yes yes that um, was my problem with it and then it was like and we tried to find out where they are so I had someone stab them like, yeah. what the fuck yeah so so her <laughs> her grandmother stupid. makes no sense right yeah. and not only does it shit on The Last Jedi where it's like everyone it doesn't matter what the force is it shits on every other yes, Disney movie the, too it's like Palpatine's inclusion in this film undercuts the entire Skywalker saga. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, okay, hold on. We're getting to the, yes. the end of Return of the Jedi, how because, this undercuts that movie. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting that Rise of Skywalker doesn't raise the stakes at all in terms of Palpatine. It just brings them back to where they were in Return of the Jedi. Yes. Like, yeah. huh. and like, it's just huh. like, okay, the original trilogy didn't matter. Yeah, exactly, because now it completely ruins, it, it completely undercuts the end of Return of the Jedi. The yes. only reason that, Return yes. the, that the original trilogy even matters at all at this point is that Han and Leia have to meet to make Kyle. Yeah, to make exactly. Kyle. Which like, is such a weird plot Which point. is, again, why, like, I'm just gonna try to forget about this movie, honestly, because, like, <laughs> it's it's not only is it bad; it's just like that the plot, like literally, in trying to be fan servicey, ruins the rest of the series. It was For interesting as- that it was like <laughs> that, like in tr- in trying to make like the stakes higher, they were like they were like, and now every Sith lives in me. Can we, it's can like, we wait to what? get to that scene? Like, <laughs> yes. I just want to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. like the fact that she's this granddaughter. Like, it ruins not only the themes of Last Jedi; it ruins the theme of Solo. It ruins the theme of Rogue One. It ruins the theme of the yep. original trilogy. Yep. It ruins the theme of. Of the prequel trilogy, where it's like anyone who is good inside can take what they have and do a good thing with it. Like Solo, like Han Solo eventually getting there. Rogue One, everyone in Rogue One, all the good guys in Rogue One, they're not special. They just take what they have and they do something good with it. And all die. (laughs) And all die. But no, they they all sacrifice themselves. Because they do, they do what they can. They do, yeah. They every person, every good guy in the series is like. (laughs) Besides Luke, who is obviously a bloodline character, Luke is like the only obvious bloodline character. Like, takes what they have, 
that is just their own and uses it in a way that saves people. And that's such a great, inspiring message. Sure. And then all of a sudden, the main two characters of this tri- of this trilogy is two grandson, a granddaughter and a grandson. And it's just because they're both super force bloody midichlorians because they have so much midichlorians in their blood. <laughs> that That's why that yep. this matters. Like, and it, it completely ruins the theme of the entire yep. series. Like, Not only does it ruin the plot of the entire series, it ruins the themes of the yes. entire series. It's like, oh, the sacrifice didn't matter. And, yep. and are you it starting to understand matter. why this is my least favorite Star Wars movie? Yeah. It's because it completely... Yes. everything of the series. Right. And like, but, I said... Go ahead, go ahead. No, okay, I, I, I get that this Palpatine reveal is it's like... It's not just Palpatine. It affects everything. It affects, yes, it, it does. It, it's not, it, like, okay, yeah, the, the, it's not just that Palpatine's back, it's how and why ruins everything. Right. Well, also, I mean, no, 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 I mean, like, Rey's lineage. Yes. This reveal. Yeah. yeah. But... This is not a worse movie than Attack of the Clones. Yes, it is. No. Yes, it is. There, there's so many... Attack of the Clones okay, is so wait, bad. So, <laughs> so uh, other than this scene, are there other, like, dialogue complaints? Like, I don't want to put you on the spot, because I'm sure we'll get to stuff Honestly, that we'll complain about. Honestly, but... Rey Skywalker is so clunky. I, I don't Rey mind Star it. Star Wars. I don't mind, I I don't, like it. I don't mind <laughs> it in concept, in execution. I don't like it. Yes. Okay. Honestly, okay. They do wait a long okay. time to say. So this is, my, this is my defense for this as being the worst Star Wars yeah. movie. The dialogue is better than the dialogue of the prequel. I will never argue with you on that. Yeah, happy about plot, that. Plot, plot, <laughs> contrivance-wise, the entire, like like I said, every yes. line is an exposition or something. There's no scenes. Even if you don't like the dialogue being said in Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace, there's a very obvious story being told. It is very through line. There's not MacGuffin after MacGuffin. Getting to, there's a very There is clear a long period there. of time of Anakin feeding Padme pears. Okay, that's the courtship. <laughs> If you don't like what's happening, that's one thing. There is a very it obvious... It is an through, original voice. There's an original voice. There's a very clear through line of the story that has... Especially with the prequels. Like, this movie... This movie, like, showing how jumbled this sequel trilogy is... Gotta make you appreciate the prequels. Even if you don't like the movies. There's a very obvious story with a very obvious through line that goes through this movie. Where to the point where Revenge of the Sith... Some people can argue, will argue differently, but I feel like it feels like a very natural conclusion to the tr- first two movies. It doesn't feel rushed in mm-hmm. any way. It is just this story finally coming to the conclusion that George Lucas had, where not every single line of dialogue is either a MacGuffin, explaining the MacGuffin, explaining the character's origins, or trying to push the plot forward. Mm-hmm. It's a very naturally told story, even if you don't like the dialogue. Right. That's why this script is so bad. It's so jumbled. It doesn't explain... like Everything in the prequels is explained. Yeah. Everything is explained. Nothing is explained in this movie. Yes. And that's that's bad writing. More than bad dialogue, bad storytelling is bad writing. It's worse writing than bad dialogue. That's why I think it's the worst movie. Yeah. I I mean, yeah. I I, I feel like even if you disagree, that's I feel why like, I feel the way. I feel. I feel like the original trilogy is three movies, the prequel trilogy is three movies, and the sequel trilogy is two plus one. Yes, exactly. hundred percent. Like the end of Last Jedi, even that could have been the end. Yeah. Like, because you, you just pause it in your mind, like, they reforce, and they regather their forces, they get the galaxy together, they defeat Kylo Ren. Right. Happy ending. Um, I think that having Kylo Ren be the main uh, villain of this movie would have really cheapened the First Order, I think. Because obviously what had to happen is Rey turns him, like, Rey turns him good, basically. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Like, that's gonna happen, you know that's gonna happen. Um... And I think having him as the main villain would have been like, okay, well, now the First Order, like, changed because of this guy's emotions. Yeah. That would have been really cheap. No, I, I, I definitely think Kylo Ren should have been the main bad guy of this movie. Um, and should he not have turned? 
my again, it's it's not a great thing to like try to just like make your own episode nine. Yeah. Right. But I think where the where the story was going, whether or not you turn Kylo Ren, he was obviously going to be the main villain. Mm-hmm. So the main way you do that is the same way that it is in this movie. You have people at the top with him. That it's the first order is not Kylo Ren. They're not synonymous. They're not the same thing. There is an establishment beneath him, much like how in um, in canon, like there was another year of battle after Return of the Jedi that the Empire still existed without the Emperor. Kylo Ren falls, and he starts to help them fight the First Order, and him having all this power, and together with everyone, fights and takes down the First Order. Simple enough, right? Yeah, like, simple it's, enough. It's, it's simple enough where, like, he could have still turned good, he still could have turned good, and he would have been, it would have been fine, you know? And even if he, if he didn't turn, if he was just a villain that could defeat, like, the Emperor, cool. And there you go, you yeah. know? Now, you didn't need Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So does that, does that at least answer your question in some yeah, way? Yeah, I think so. Um, so, so we get this opening scene, we get, or we get this scene, they fly away, uh, they get this scene, they fly away, what happens directly after this? After the, the, it's kind of lost, oh, they go back to the, the base, they go back to the base, um, oh no, they go to, um, Endor Moon, what, what was it called again? No, to find the Death Star. Um, Kefbeer. They go to Kefbeer to find the Death Star. We get the Sith protractor. Um, Which, by the way, someone else pointed out to me, that only works if you're standing exactly where she was standing. Exactly where she was standing. Um, Which is dumb as shit that she would just stand And if the waves haven't moved the ship around or, like, you know, decade, broken war. In a decade? We're assuming there was no erosion. Just so you know, if it sounds like we're turning (laughs) with our mouth full, we got cookies. (laughs) We are eating cookies right now. And there's the thing. Things like that have existed in minor forms in other Star Wars movies. Mm-hmm. It's so bleak. But when it happens, 20 times, you know, like, so often, and, like, the only reason for, like, the plot to move forward is because of this, it is so hard to miss and so hard to ignore yeah. when you're evaluating the film as a whole. Yeah, exactly. So, again, a lot of this stuff that ends up not mattering, We she finds the other Sith thing. We get Dark Ray, which I actually think is a cool scene. I know a lot of people didn't like this scene. I the thought it was teeth. A cool scene. Can we? Mm-hmm. The teeth. Ugh. I was fine with it. I didn't okay. care. That was stupid. I, honestly, I didn't care. <laughs> it, it just I it, 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 it serves <laughs> two purposes. It's a parallel <laughs> yeah. for for Luke's thing on Dagobah. Oh yeah, with Vader. And, and it's something they can show in the trailers. Yeah, honestly. Which they did, and it got me interested. Again, I'm trying to be something more interesting. I'm trying to point out the positives when I have them. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with this scene. This scene's fine. Kylo Ren. Did you like the lightsaber fight? That's like the highlight of the movie. It was pretty cool. I love this lightsaber fight. It's great. I think yeah. that they, the two of them, have had better lightsaber fights. Yes. But I think it was. A good I don't one. think so. I think it's the best. It one. felt a little um, anticlimactic for me. Oh, I, I, like, I loved it. I was like, give me some music. Like I was like, I really wanted to duel the fates in there. Like oh, oh that yeah, they should have because they did that in one of the in the promos in the TV spots. They played duel. If the fates they would have played that. duel the fates, I would have peed my pants. <laughs> yeah, like. Um, Again, a score we haven't talked about. It. Great score, really good score in this movie. Yeah. I love this lightsaber duel. This is one of my favorite lightsaber. This is my favorite lightsaber duel, like actual lightsaber duel in this trilogy. Uh, not the throne room. It's not really a lightsaber. Okay, duel. yeah, yeah. Um, it was very realistic. Yeah, I would and say. I love the waves. I love the environment. They're mm-hmm. vi- fighting on the Death sure, Star cool. with the waves all around them. The water, like, it's so cool. And then uh, she stabs him. And we get to the big point. Leia dies by reaching out in the force to him. It's like man, she stabs him. And she kills Kylo Ren, right? 
right? It yeah. was at this point in the movie that I was so disinterested. I was so bored that I was literally like, can can we have a Ryan Johnson twist? Can she just kill him? Can something? And he just straight up dies? Can so, oh I was God. like, can something unexpected happen? Because Ryan Johnson would have done that. Right, Ray, yeah. turn bad. Something to stop it from being so boring and formulaic. I was so um. disinterested, which is why I didn't, like, the fight was cool, but I was like, I wasn't emotionally invested at all. It took me a little while to figure out, like, what was happening. Um, I, I do think it, it makes a decent amount of sense. Leia um, transfers the last of her life to mm-hmm. Kylo. Mm-hmm. Um, she dies, and, and he basically... I guess he kind of... That's kind of when he turns good, or, like, yeah. he sort of realizes... Well, because she heals start. him. Then he has the right. scene with Han. So he has he, the scene with Han. Right, so he realizes mm-hmm. kind of what he's done. Yeah. Um, and because thing. Kylo has, like, because a, a of good life. Yeah. Like, and, like, and, and he realizes as he dies, and Rey also realizes, as she's just killed him, that Leia's died. Yeah. And she realizes what has happened. Um, and then that's why she... I think, this I, is a, I, I think this is a great moment. She... Kills Kylo Ren, immediately sees the consequences of that. Mm-hmm. Leia dies, like, reaching out to Ben. Ben, like, if you want to look at it this way, Kylo Ren gets killed by Rey. She heals Ben Solo. Yeah. yeah. And then Ben yeah. has the best scene of the movie. Amazing scene. It's the best yeah. written scene. Oh, my God. It is the best acted scene. Best, I would say best acted, yeah. It's, some, it is the best scene in this some movie. Some of the best dialogue, I think, in any movie that I've ever it seen is, is... I cried so Dad. hard. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like, it's so obvious. That's perfect. Like, like, great it's callback. Yes. It's, right, it's perfect. It, it's concise. It's a callback. It just... It's everything that it is. It's Han Solo. And, like, I didn't cry when Leia died because it just... I kind of felt like it just... It didn't have the emotional impact because I knew something like that was going right. to happen because I yep. knew... It just felt like something natural that had to occur. When when I heard Hey Kid, I was like... <gasps> I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh, no. And it goes from that scene... Okay, yeah. I, 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 I didn't my cry eyes when Leia died. Scene. I didn't cry when Leia died. I cried like a baby when I saw Chewie's reaction to Leia's death. Mm. Oh. That That's is what I've heard I... It's so weird. I so infrequently cry like at deaths yeah but then when I see the reactions to it like um when uh Hunchback was uh, oh Quasimodo our, yeah, yeah when it was at our uh, local theater like I didn't cry when the guy died like I don't know what's gonna happen but yeah. oh my god her reaction yeah. mm-hmm. holy shit it's heartbreaking yeah. yeah that's I feel the exact same way about Chewbacca here it's such a deep performance by Yohannes Suatamo. Yeah, uh, whatever the new guy is. Yeah, he's Mayhew. great. He, 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 he does great. so much. The tall Norwegian. To stay with this this Ever. Kylo and Han scene, it is such Ka- the Kylo and Han scene is such a beautiful. And, and again, it's a memory, so it's not really Han. It's not a Han mm-hmm. Force ghost. It's fine. I love how Kylo Ren. So he gets he gets this message from his mom. Ray saves him, and then finally, like, and he's having this internal thing in his mind. And again, you can't. I, I'm glad they didn't just recreate his turn back, like while he was there with Sidious and Ray. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm glad they had a hero or just like this internal moment where he was like, he has all these things. His mom just died. He knows that she's gone, and then he replays the scene in Force Awakens with his dad, mm-hmm. where he's like, I should. I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. And throws the lightsaber and accepts who he is as Ben Solo. And I love it. I'm like, bye. Where? I love that he, he 
shoots his lightsaber into the ocean. He throws it no, really it. far. I love okay, it. Do you know what it reminded me? It reminds me of the uh, the end of Deathly Hallows where Harry snaps the Elder One and throws <laughs> it off the bridge in Hogwarts. Um, and also, just like the fact that so like it, it is it is very symbolic. It, it is a very like symbolic image that he's like throwing his lightsaber out uh, and being like, "I'm done with Kylo Ren." That's your one weapon. Yeah, <laughs> he shows up with like, like a Han Solo with like blaster. a fucking gun, yeah. and then it's like, all right. So, so this scene, like, it, it so perfectly shows <laughs> I, what I this movie. I never thought of that. He just throws away his only weapon. I feel like that that could have been equally effective, like with his mask, maybe if he hadn't like shattered his mask before, and if that was kind of a thing yeah. that was already done. Like, what, what is so what what this scene shows to me though is what this movie could have been if you didn't have to insert all this plot shenanigans that we didn't need. You know, like, it's it's this beautifully written scene of two characters that we have come to love, either through this trilogy or previous trilogies, Mm -hmm. having this moment together. The perfect meld. In the perfect meld of the original and the new, where this this could have been the entire movie. Could have been these kind of moments, and it would have been and a it's beautiful. The only one. It would have served as a beautiful tribute and conclusion. And it's the only one. And I cried every time I saw this scene. It is a perfect scene in my estimation, and it is a great turn for Kylo Ren back to the light side. I did. I wasn't convinced they were going to be able to do it in a way that I enjoyed, but having it, like, I'm a lot of people's reasons was like, like I'm never going to buy him because he killed Han. But having that be like the reason he turns back because he killed his father, and it's kind of like accepting that. It's great. I love it. Yeah. And then we get to the rest, the end of this movie, which is all problems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, let's get to it. So let's get to it. So she goes to Octo. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about this scene with Luke? I hate it. Oh, I love it. I I really. I, it felt like seeing an old friend with mm-hmm. Mark Hamill coming back again. Mm-hmm. This again, hand coming out of the fire. All he says is exposition. Yep. I think it's touching. Um, I I don't like how he says a Jedi's weapon should be treated with respect. You fucking when, threw it off a cliff. You fucking just threw it off a cliff last time, bro. So like, I'll give you, so <laughs> that one lightsaber too. <laughs> so I, one, I, one do, argument, I do like that he changed and he yeah, says like I was wrong. Yeah, one argument is it's a fuck you to Ryan Johnson. The other is that it's a continuation. It's like no, he grew throughout the last Jedi to the point where he respects it again. Yeah. Either way, whatever. Every single line of dialogue, this is where we get the exposition that Leia was a Jedi, which a cool flashback scene, which we would have gotten that sooner, yeah, that if that's really, what you wanted to do with this. That was um, really neat. I liked the flashback. I thought it was like the way, seeing like the young versions of them. Yeah. Oh, give me chills. Again. It's kind like, of creepy. <laughs> it was creepy, <laughs> but it was neat. Like, this is, this is something that like, every single line of dialogue in this scene was Luke exposition- it's just exposition over and over again. It's like, oh, I trained Leia. Here's her lightsaber. She would want you to have it. Here's my yeah. X-Wing. Here, you, well, have exactly. this, you have everything you need. Here's the Sith Wayfinder. Here, go to Exegol. Here, confront Palpatine. Like, and even with where they are, there's so much plan to happen. It's like, oh, gotta go to Ecto. Gotta show the ports. Gotta get, gotta, gotta get it in. Yeah. Right? There and, were a lot of fucking and Ray, and Ray was like, <laughs> yeah, there were so many. And, and Ray was like, I'm never gonna leave this island. I'm done with the Jedi. I'm done fighting. And then, and then oh, she's gone. <laughs> no, honestly, like, again, this, this little section right here, Shows what this movie could have been. If you wanted her to mirror Luke and like go to this island and say, "No, I'm done," give it more time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it more than a two minute scene with Luke. Yep. And have her then go back. Like again, Luke's whole journey was to get off years. this island <laughs> yeah. was not only years, but it was the it was the movie. Exactly. And it was like Yoda. It was like him having it's all these process. Problems. Yoda coming back to him saying, "No." You can still do like basically like he's like no like you need to save Ray. You can still you can still help. And here's a two-minute scene to be like, 
No, I, no, I know you just landed here, and I know you're burning this, but no, you... You want that Sith Wayfinder? Here's my ship. Here's Leia's lightsaber. Leia was a Jedi, and bye. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Um, I, I will say a really a powerful part of the scene is uh, Yoda's theme when he lifts the ship. Obviously. Again, okay. that's the score, though. Mm-hmm. Like, th- this scene would, like, oh, it's part I, of I the almost movie. cried. Yeah, I score is cried. an important part of any movie. Sure. I almost cried movie. because only because of that theme. Because yeah. that theme is, oh, I love that theme. Yeah, yeah. The, the scenes in this movie that I truly considered to be great. Like, they, they all are built off the backbone way too much of the original elements. Like, oh, I love the Twin Suns ending. Yeah, that, that, that's, like, that's episode four. Obviously, <laughs> you know I mean? like, that's yeah. obviously the shot you have to end this yeah, movie yeah, like, on. Like, so, so she goes to Acto, right? Goes to Exegol with the Wayfinder. Shows the Resistance the way there. How does... I, I'm a little bit confused Here's a question. Go ahead. You have a question. So, so this is in the, the dark regions or something? Unknown or, regions. Unknown, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's, that's, that's heavily from Thor. It's, it's heavily yeah, yeah, explained yeah. in so expanded I'm, I'm just wondering. Is it like just like some other section of the universe they just it's, forgot it's, to go explore? Or? Kind of. It's like, at least the way, they show it here, the way they show it here <laughs> yeah. and the way it's explained in, in um, canon, which if you guys know the character Thrawn at all. Oh, so, I do know Thrawn. Yeah. This is where he's from. And okay. this is, that's honestly how Palsy knows about this area. Yeah. About the unknown regions. It's because there's like, cool again, that eventually. <laughs> where where this is, it's like kind of like, like, it's really hard tra- space to travel through. There's a section of really hard space to travel through, and then there's a whole other galaxy over there. Okay. And that's kind of where they go yeah, to. I was just wondering. Yeah. Um, and that makes sense. So they get the, the, the resistance comes through, right? She lands, she goes and confronts Palpatine. Um, there's a space battle. Papa Crane. Papa Crane. And I actually think the crane is Papa really Crane. Cool. So, so I like the like concept art. Here's mm-hmm. here's a big problem that I have logic wise. I don't think this is a nitpick, even though it might be considered this. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren finds a ship that works on the Death Star. Sure. Fine. How the fuck did he get there without the Wayfinder? Wait. He had already been there. No, but they show that it's it's a very specific calculate. Like you have to follow this exact path. You're gonna tell me that his memory knew exactly how to get through the underworld. Oh, he went from the wave planet after talking to Han, to Kefir to, to Exegol. Like it was obviously so it was like he it was had a couple been different there. bounces and then a a, a a hyperspace path that you have to know. Well, he had been there before, before, so like yeah. a previous GPS. Route. No, but like no, but this is a different ship. But you don't think that he like? Oh shit, that's right. No, this is what I'm saying. Like the way they show it in the yeah, movie is like Watch. it's like kind of you have to you have to like <laughs> Sorry, yeah, let me you have to like. <laughs> You have to, like, fly your way through this maelstrom, right? <laughs> kind of like in Kessel. Like, you have to fly your way through this maelstrom. The and then there's a very specific hyperlane you path have you have to, to take. Oh, we didn't talk about that. And though. he doesn't... The jumping. He doesn't oh, know. the hyperlane. That's the jumping. Skipping. That, that was cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, that seems like an expansion of abilities that's yeah. not that far. It's fine. No, yes. I like that scene. It's a lot of hyperspace. But it's just, lot. this logically, like, it's a very specific hyperlane that he has to go into. And he doesn't have the... He, like, there's no, like, explanation for how he knows how to get there. No, yeah. Well, I have, that's my same problem with the resistance thing, even though they just followed the GPS route. It just yeah. seemed too easy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Every, again, as in everything in this movie. So they have this. They have this fight, right? Ray shows up. She's confronting Palpatine, and Palpatine, all old and there, he's like, "Granddaughter, kill me. Take, take on my." my... There's like a ton of fucking people. And what are they? Who saying? are they? Because uh, they're just like, are they are they old Sith that died and they're like living in Palpatine? They're like the Nazgul uh, people from Lord of the Rings. Because they fucking so, killed though. Yeah. So. Okay. Palpatine, again, plot that doesn't make sense. Is, yes. is your Death Note character returning? <laughs> oh, no, I could have done that earlier. Oh. I kind of forgot about it. I could do that about the entire plot. <laughs> the Death Note movie. Circle Jerk. Um, the <laughs> Death Note Circle Jerk. I was going to do that again for this movie, and I forgot. Go I back and listen to that down. episode, but don't um, watch the movie. I would not waste that upon yeah, my No, I would not The episode is time. great, though. Oh, the episode's a very good podcast. We had a lot of fun. Um, Read the manga. So, so, right, so she gets there, and she's like, he's like, you have to kill me. 
so that I can kind of like take over you, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's not what I made my main problem. Me. So she's got a whole <laughs> thousand. So she got. <laughs> so like she's got the I'll thousand generations of Jedi in her, right? And he's got the thousand generations of Sith. Uh, Sith. And just to skip over the Kylo Ren stuff, which we'll come back to, or the Ben Solo stuff. He's like, strike me down and I will become, you know, you will become Empress Palpatine. And then she does. She kills him. Yeah. And nothing happens. What do you mean? When she deflects the lightning back. When she deflects the lightning back. She kills him. No, he kills himself. That's his lightning. I, I was thinking about this too. Here's, okay, here's how I want that moment to go. She has the lightsaber, she's blocking the lightning, fine. She gets he's another lightning. lightsaber, she blocks the lightning again. She walks towards him, she cuts his head off with the two lightsabers, like Anakin did oh. to Dooku. That's an awesome way but to end But then that's that. her killing him. She exactly. brings balance to the force. So, this way, she doesn't kill him. But it's still her actions that are killing him. Uh, yeah, but it's his own lightning. <laughs> yeah, but it's not her lightning. I mean, that's a, that's a decent lightning. <sighs> I don't know. I still, I still feel like it's like, oh, you need to kill me, and then, I, and then you do kill me. I just feel like having the rule, yeah. but having but, but, the rule, if you kill this person, then they become more powerful, like, is a dumb rule, because they're, like, you have to find loopholes to kill yeah, them. Yeah. Like, she, and she found a loophole, yeah. but it's very much like a, ah. Even then, it's just, like, something that already happened to him, and he didn't die from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he already but, got lots of lightning bounce back. But this time, she had two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> literally clean. one lightsaber is the difference. Yeah, I guess. Like, and it's so convenient. It's so dumb. Um, she I will now that. strike Also, why doesn't he just... Stop zapping? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just be like, exactly. it makes, oh, no, it's hurting me. Sick. Let me keep going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's not even I, like okay, how I, Vader picks him up and throws right. him, right? Yeah, exactly. I do like the symbolism of like <laughs> Leia's power plus Luke's. It's like, sure. that's pretty cool. Here's what I would have loved in this ending scene. Um, a visualization of the Force Ghost. We hear yes. their voices, yes. but how amazingly powerful would it have been to see all of those voices that you heard? The actors, all the actors, up, all the like actors army lined behind up her. behind her. Ah. That would be like, fucking epic. Like kind of like that scene in uh, Deathly Hallows, where yeah. all the people who come yeah. out of the um, the Resurrection Stone, like Harry's parents, Sirius Black, like all these people that were that would be him. incredible. So touching, such a powerful mm-hmm. image. And they like, just, okay, so they just neglected. We should review the Harry Potter movies. We should. We should. Um, so. Yeah. So, before we get to that specific moment, which I love, um, Kylo... So, there's moments of this scene that I like. So, Kylo Ren shows up. I love Ben Solo. You know his only line of dialogue after he turns back to Ben Solo is, Ow. Really? (laughs) (laughs) No. His only line of dialogue. I realized the third time, like, this fucker doesn't say anything after he turns back to Ben Solo except for fucking Ow. That's terrible. He doesn't even say anything at the end. No, he doesn't say anything at the... I don't know why. Like, why can't you... Why? Why does that... Again, hopefully the book he has some dialogue. He sold his voice to become. He sold exactly. his voice to Ursula. To become <laughs> yeah, ben exactly. exactly. So, so he he comes down and they have this fight with the, with the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. Again, Adam Driver does so much with nothing. Yeah. When she when she hands the lightsaber to him, and he's he's getting oh, all beat down, face. and then he he pulls the it out. Face and he's like, that he yeah. makes, and then he's like, he just kind of like shrugs he's his like, shoulders. Oh, right. I love that. He's so and then he's fighting the Knights of Ren. For those of you listening at home, that was uh, Ryan Floyd today. Quick head nod and tilt. <laughs> okay, so sorry about that. ASMR. Um, so he does that, and then I love when he puts the lightsaber behind his back, and they like swing and hit him. He like takes that breath. I love it. Adam yeah. Driver does so much with so little to show the differences between Ben Solo and Kylo Ren. I do kind of hate that all the Knights of Ren go out. They're so just such easily. punk bitches. Oh, that all they do is look do. around corners in this movie and get force pushed. <laughs> and then, and then, they're, yep, they're, they're nothing. There has to be a spinoff. 
Because I'm past it. Because even even before when they were just like I care about looking for them on the planet, I was like, oh, like they're powerful, they're intimidating, they're awesome. Like they're gonna do some shit. And 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 there are two ways to read this. We we actually talk about this a lot in Twin Peaks. There are characters sometimes who you see that they're really powerful. Uh, take Darth Vader, for example. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, there's someone else who's even more powerful than that, the Emperor. Leo, yeah. Hank, yeah. Right, exactly, yeah, yeah, we talk about, like, Leo and Hank, yeah, and yeah. There, there'll be a new character coming up. Um, and this this scene, there are two ways to read this scene. One is that um, Kylo Ren is so powerful that mm-hmm. he can take down the Knights of Ren. And how awesome is that? And the other way to read it is just that the Knights of Ren are useless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the one that you have to believe because we never see the Knights of Ren do any fighting. If we would, like, see them, like, slaughtering villagers on Kijimi... Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be so intense. And then yeah. we would realize, wow, they're really powerful. Oh, but you know what? Kylo Ren, way more powerful in comparison. Yeah. Instead, we just get them doing nothing and then dying. Yep, exactly. I think <laughs> that <sucks>. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe sometime in the future we'll get... As, uh, maybe a Disney Plus series or maybe a Star Wars story. They're so cool They'll get some kind of expansion. They're so cool. They could be so powerful. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously whatever they, whatever installments they add in the future, that won't yeah. fix this movie and their yeah. portrayal in this movie, but it could fix it's my It's a problem personal. also that you have to say that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That, right. like, that you, like other supplemental material in canon will have to make this movie better. Exactly. Um, so... He kills the Knights of Ren in a cool action scene, but again, I could barely see it because this this thing is so shittily lit. Um, I just made up words there. Shittily, <laughs> shittily lit. <laughs> so shittily, shittily lit. lit. <laughs> um, it's related to Quijimini shit. <laughs> yes, perhaps it's his grandson. It's grandson. Uh, it's grandson. Quijimini. Quijimini shit and shittily lit. Quai John Jin. Quai John Jin. Yeah. Quai John Jin. No, I thought it was Quai John. It was Quai John Jin, wasn't it? I think it's a Quai John. Quijimini shit. Um. So. Get there. He gets gets to Ray again. They could have had dialogue here, but they just look at each other. Really cool shot when they both turn and have the blue lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has Leia's lightsaber. He has Luke's lightsaber. They go to fight. Palpatine is just like, Nah, I'm drawing your force. I'm, t- I'm just taking the life you know force what? out. I was of like, you know Is he this... a fucking Dementor? What again? The yeah, shot, what? the shot of them, the two of them with the blue lightsabers. So cool. Uh, so cool. Reminded me a little bit so of cool. um, how in Aquaman there were like there were a lot of times where we were like this shot is amazing mm-hmm. it looks perfect and then the rest of the movie is like why couldn't you like put as much effort into that yeah, yeah, yeah. like great image uh, that's this whole thing in a movie visual, that's so. kind of weak on imagery when you think about it like yeah. I the the imagery in Last Jedi really really spoke to me yeah. um, and I think this movie just just kind of falls flat there's nothing really that mm-hmm. I'm remembering that's that yeah. that strong and apparently like, a new comic came out featuring yeah, the it's like Kylo Ren oh. it's called Kylo Ren and the Knights of Ren or something. it's called the Knights of Ren it's coming out soon or just started coming out um, it looks cool Luke's there <laughs> so so he starts drawing their, like, their life force he gets all this power he becomes Palpatine from I guess episode 3 it kind of looks like yeah um, with the yellow eyes and the red here's, thing here's another thing that doesn't make any sense on top of my note that I keep staring back at it's like all this Ben stuff is great and we don't get a scene like, we don't get Adam Driver being able to act. Yep. You know, it's it, he's very like disappointing. The like, best even actor. a good, like, so many things in this movie, even a good thing that he did, JJ couldn't follow through with. Yep. He couldn't actually That's follow through That's all it is. It's a through. handful of ideas that doesn't follow that, through. This feels like a first draft yes, of a script, doesn't it? Exactly. And, like, okay, the so. The whole series is when you look at it as a whole. So, here's another problem. We didn't really talk about the space battle. Snap dies, unfortunately. I love Snap from the expanded universe. He was really good in Resistance Reborn in the book, but whatever. So, Palpatine gets their powers, right? 
shoots Skybeam up in the air. Skybeam! Is this, Sky after, Beam. Is this after Falcon's Skrillex Skrillex song? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, we'll get to that in a second. I just want to talk about this for a second. That no, was, this is, no, this is before. So. When he did that, though, literally my first thought was, ah, Skybeam. Yeah, no, me too. I was like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Skybeam. Sky but here's the problem with the Skybeam, beyond just being a Skybeam. It only affects the resistance ships. Yeah, he's strong with the force. So he's just aiming it on all the little ships and not hitting them? I don't really. Yeah. Yeah, Come on. Well, either that or he just... Or he, he Maybe he just doesn't care about the TIE Fighters. They're or bombs. He's just, no, they're like the totally main easy. ships. Like his fleet. Well, okay, he can. I'm sure he can avoid the Star Destroyers. But it's just the Skybeam is just going up in the air and it's just it's doing the... Like, uh, it's like how much control does he actually have over the he's Force Lightning? He's Palpatine. The Lightning is in control of him. He um, the power I, of I don't really, really care really about defending that. that. The, main point the that Lightning I, is the real big bad of the Star The main point that I take umbrage with is what I said earlier, that... Bigger is not better. Yes. <laughs> I don't feel any stakes in this. No, I mean, because everything is a Death Star and everything can destroy a planet. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, you know, know that it's nothing. Not gonna, and you know that it's not going to end with yeah, I have You know when nothing. I do feel stakes? When I see Snap Wexley dying. Yeah. Yes. When I see Chewbacca personal Chewbacca. stakes. When I see personal Wedge Antilles show up. Yes. Oh my god, ah, fucking Wedge. That's awesome. When yeah. I see personal it. stakes, not galaxy stakes. It's always what Star Wars has been about. Mm-hmm. This I I felt nothing. It's the small in the large. Yep. If you know what I was so. Like Return of the Jedi. Like, stop laughing at that. Like, Return of the Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) The small and the large. (laughs) Like in Return of the Jedi, how the real stakes are between uh, Vader and Luke, not that there's this Death Star, right? We added two more hours to our... Yes, we did. We're going to add a little bit more because we're not quite done yet. I know. Uh, So, yeah, we got to keep the shit rolling. So... So, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to get through this. I'm trying to get through this scene yeah. in a way that makes sense. So, so he has a sky beam that I have a problem with. Apparently, you guys don't. Um, I mean, I, I have a problem happens? with the idea of sky beam. Oh, right. They stand up, and this is—is is this where we get the lightsaber scene? They both stand up, right? No, I forget yeah. the exact. Uh, I think this. I think Ren stands up, and oh, Ren stands up, and he throws him into he the fucking eats him. Whatever right. thing. It's a hole in, yeah. the, in the middle of this amphitheater. With yeah, the and then he just crawls <laughs> out of later. Like I don't know. Yeah, because well, he like. No, yeah, because he says he kills him to die, and then he throws him. <laughs> yeah, this is the, the end of the last Skywalker. Yeah, <laughs> and then kind of cool, then it but doesn't happen. But the line's cool for the trailer. Yeah, but. Yeah, nothing happens with it. So then, then, oh, this is when she rolls over and we get the, she looks through the sky beam out into the force and get all the voices. Be with me. Really cool, but visualize it. I I love it. it. Yes, I love it, but visualize it. Like, Hayden Christensen's, like, do what I did, like, rise, like, stuff like, like, all, like, all these little dialogue, like, Ahsoka, like, you can do it. Like, like, Ahsoka and Kanan being in this movie, like, oh! I kind of just like the audio of it. It felt more okay? powerful. Yeah, I had a nerd boner when that happened. <laughs> I can't quite tell how you feel about Ahsoka and Kanan. No, but, like, I don't even love Kanan. Just the fact that, like, Rebels and Clone Wars are officially, like, tied into the movies just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy yeah, inside. I, I, I yeah. just would have loved to see, like, You and McGregor saying, like, these are your last steps. Oh like, Amir, The Force McGregor. Awakens, like, oh my god. Again, these little fucking moments that are great, that show what this movie could have been. That's what I'm saying. I know that. If you like, no. Overall, <laughs> that, overall, like, though the movie might lack a little bit, do like, that. a little. Like there are these moments, yes, like a little and later. very small <laughs> moments, but yes. Yeah, like there are these moments that just don't really exist. I feel like in Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. like Re- Revenge of the Sith is different, but like there are good things in different. Rise of Skywalker. I pre- I still prefer mm. this to Revenge. Well, of the okay. Revenge. What? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I hate uh, Revenge of the there Sith. There are there are good things in Rise of Skywalker. 
right? Small things, but good things. And yeah. there, are all, there are bad things. There's a lot more bad things than good things, yeah. I, okay. Sure. I, I would disagree, things, but sure. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. The, I think yeah, there's I no think overall. There's more good than bad, but there's just there are just a few weird. Here's the thing. Let's finish, weird the, choices. let's finish the movie first. Here's here's the thing that like the reason why there's these cool moments that they get to have these cool moments is because this is the end of the story. That was the beginning of the story. So you're not gonna have these ultimate, all awesome, ultimate culminating moments in the first two chapters of a nine chapter story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, yes, we get this awesome moment of the entire I mean, saga coming together. But that's also, like, why I like... Uh, it's why I like the Half-Blood Prince better than I like Chamber of Secrets. I mean, like, of course I'm not going to like the first ones more. Right. Yeah. Nah. Right. It, no, it, it builds, and that's, that's yeah. the point. Yeah. It, no, that's, that's the beginning of the story, and then it right. concludes. Like, it's not... It's not... That's, that has nothing to do with the quality of, like, the film itself. Yeah, okay. That, that is just the culmination of the story. That's not the quality of the story. Um, <clears throat> quality of the movie. Again, we'll, we'll get to that, I think, at, at the wrap-up. So, so she has this amazing moment. Again, like I said with Ben, great thing that he set up and kind of did, but continue, finish it, cross mm. the finish line. Yes, he never crosses yeah. the finish line on his good ideas. Um, she stands up. We had that conversation already about how it kind of makes sense, kind of doesn't make sense how she kills Palpatine. And then Kylo, and then she dies. Mm-hmm. Which again, another thing, Ryan Johnson, I could have seen Ryan Johnson just, just like, yeah, killing she's dead. Yeah. yeah, she's dead. She did what she had. Again, a personal thing, a personal moment. She sacrificed herself. She did what she had to do to save her friends in the galaxy. We also didn't talk about um, the moment. We didn't really talk about the moment with Poe, um, where he kind of has his like breakdown, where like everything is going to shit. And oh he's, yeah, like, he's thought, like praying. To I Leia. thought that was really good. yeah. He's like praying to, praying to Leia. Exactly. Again, it goes personal. Yeah, Even though it wasn't exactly. him and Leia, you you know the history of the first two movies. And also like Finn staying behind. Yeah, like, uh, not getting on the transport. Well, I did to, like, like the callback to Holden maneuvers. Yeah, yeah. Like, they were like, like, we can't do no. it again. <laughs> again, even with the Poe and Leia scene, it's really rushed. But those are the little character dynamics. Again, like this whole movie should have been, and almost none of it was. So Kylo Ren gets out of the hole, right? He finds her dead body. Again, again, Kylo Ren, I mean, Adam Driver, really great acting. He gets no lines of dialogue. They have no dialogue here. But this is where I feel like Daisy Ridley has finally come into her own as an actress, and Adam Driver is Adam Driver. They do all of this with their face. Yeah. It is so great. I mean, minus the force healing that I hate, mm-hmm. this scene itself where Adam Driver, like, I love when he hugs her body. Like, like I kind of felt the tension building of their relationship. Like, yeah. like especially in the lightsaber duel, it was kind of the most sexual lightsaber duel we've had. I've heard someone say that. I'm like, yeah, you're kind of... <laughs> I heard that I heard that between because, like, they were getting tired. They were kind of just, like, yeah. like just going at each other, like, <laughs> constantly. Someone said that, <sighs> on, like, between my second and third view and I watched it the third time. I'm like, yeah, it is kind of... It is kind of a little bit. I, I, yeah, um, I actually really did feel... Yeah, you feel, feel that more. And, like, here, when he, like, is holding her, and Adam Driver is just such a fucking great actor, that I felt that, man. I was like, yes, Adam Driver! Maybe my favorite shot in this movie is, uh, is Smile. Ben yes! Solo, ben Solo yeah, Smiles ben for the first yes. time ever. And he, okay, so here's my... And it's a beautiful moment. I've gone so back and forth on this, where they kiss. So he revives her, it's they bad. smile at each other, they kiss, right? First time I saw it, again, opening night, first showing, everyone was like, boo! And I was kind of like, boo! Really? A little bit. Did people boo in the theater? Yes, people booed. Holy shit. Nobody booed at my People booed at my screening when they kissed. Um... Him. So he he falls yeah, over I, and dies. I, I have a real issue with that. Like, so, if, if you don't like it, I get it. Like, don't yeah. ruin the fucking yeah, movie yeah. experience. No, I, I didn't that's boo. Bullshit. I didn't boo. Other people booed, and I was like, yeah, that's kind of shit. Yeah, um, 
So he falls over and dies, right? And I'm like, okay, that kind of is like, you know, whatever. And then when I saw it with you, Matt, I was like, that kind of, the scene's better, and it doesn't bother me as much because I know he's about to die. So, like, the, the relationship that they kiss doesn't really bother me that much because I know he's about to die. I, I hate the kiss. But then, something else, someone else pointed out to me. Again, I've read and consumed so much Rise of Skywalker commentary that I don't know who said what at this point. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I'm sorry. If you've seen it, then you know this. Um, if you are going to kill... Ben Solo, uh-huh. don't say. have them kiss. Exactly. If you're going to let Kylo Ren live, then have them then kiss. kiss. To have them kiss and then die, it kind of undercuts everything. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you're going to allow them to have that emotional, like, romantic relationship, let it happen. Exactly. Let it happen. If you're going to do it again, now. a good thing that he did, actually, I think the kiss works. Now, third time I saw it, I think the kiss works. I think the relationship works. I, I don't think it works. I know, I know, <laughs> I know that a lot of people aren't going to agree with me on this, but again, another thing about this movie, I actually don't mind. I actually like it. I mean, this works. They could have also, like, if he, like, they hadn't kissed him, it. and then he just, like, well, if he had just died without them kissing and he had just, like, smiled and then yeah, died. Yeah, if they just smiled at each I other mean, and they could, like, over. We, we could have also resolved the thing with like Finn being like, oh, like I've always loved you. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Like they could have had just at least a tender moment. He touches her face, something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. The callback, yeah. like Han to him, what exactly. she does, to, he does to Ray as he then falls over and dies. Matt, so much you just <laughs> see brilliant filmmaking, <laughs> Matt. This movie, you use JJ's own setup that he just missed. Exactly. That again, it's not only that this movie shits on For- Last Jedi; it sort of shits on the Force Awakens, mm-hmm. like the ideas that he introduces in the Force Awakens. And like I don't know. How, I mean, you, I haven't really got the kiss. How do you guys feel about this kiss? The romance, him dying. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. I mean, I think it's. It could yeah. have been better, but I, like I, I don't have a problem with yeah, it. Yeah, I feel the I don't same. have any problem with it inherently afterwards either. Yeah. Right. Um, I like this. I think I think it's better. It's better than Shape of Water. No, um, yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. No. Uh, okay. You had to throw that, shade at Shape of Water in our Rise of Skywalker. Uh, that movie shit. Um, the, no, that, not the debate. No, that, that's not ignore him. Ignore that's him. But th- this is an important point that in that movie. Uh, the relationship between the woman and the fish man is almost... I, I, I think it would absolutely be more impactful without a sexual element. Okay. It would it would just... That would just be such so a better... So you don't like the kiss, is what you're saying. So, no, no, no. I'm saying I think the kiss sort of falls along the same lines, but I think it's, I think it's less egregious. I think they certainly could have done without it, but I, I, I don't think you're... I, I don't, it's not really that disruptive. No, it's not, and that's... It adds again, another element that they don't follow. Again, it seems to be the theme, but it, yeah. it, it doesn't really ruin anything. Again, I would have rather them, like, if you're going to do this, let him live. If you're not going to do this, have yep. him die. If you want to have him die, that's fine. Just don't do the kiss. Because have, do the touch. Do just the smile. Like, it's so obvious, even just in doing that, they have this connection, and it's real loss for her. Yeah. Because yeah. she felt connected to him, because they were a dyad in the forest, because they loved each other, obviously. Like, they obviously loved each yeah. other, and they didn't have to have that dialogue. Like... Yeah. Like, again, I didn't need the I love you, I know type of thing. Like, like there was another thing. Ray could have said I love you, I know, and then he could have died. Mm. That would have been a little <laughs> cheesy. I don't know how I feel that. would have been that. a bit much. <laughs> but, I mean, I think with the other callback to that. Yeah, same, you didn't need that. Yeah. Too but, like, I'm just saying, like, other things that could have, like, this is fine how it is, but it could have been better. It yeah. could, this scene could have been better. Again, the, I hate the four ceiling part of it. But the scene itself, I'm fine with. I'm not going to complain about it. I think you could have done it. All, it just panders to every single cringy Tumblr blog post like, about fucking like, Kylo. I, but I feel like this movie, if nothing else, did set up that they were going that way with Raylo. Yes. And I'm okay with it. I'm not... 
There, uh, there are certain choices that I am taking him to task for. Ray is a Palpatine. Palpatine at all being back in the movie. Raylo and Ben turning back to the light side, I don't have a problem with no. inherently. Again, that's why I'm saying like I'm trying to not... Even though I am nitpicking, I right. want to say that like I'm not just all negative on this movie. Right. Like There are parts of it that I like... In like decisions that I like, it's just that I don't think it's. Ex- I think it's the same thing. I think I feel about this movie the way you feel about Last Jedi. Okay. Like, I see some of where you were going, and I hate the way you did it. Exactly. Like, um. Yeah. So, yeah. So let's wrap this up. Yeah, so, together, so we got two more scenes to get through. Yep. They get back. Here's a moment where I will say with pin. Damn it. <laughs> Pin. <laughs> Finn, Poe, and Ray when they're all celebrating, yeah. and Ray comes back, and it's the first time them seeing that they all survived, and they hug and they have that spin mm-hmm. shot. Oh my god, I cried. Yeah. Like, yeah, like was. that was uh, that was the point to me. Where I was like, okay, no, I do feel have a heavy connection to these characters. That even though, like, even just Poe and Ray holding hands behind Finn, like holding hands. I felt that. I felt that. It, it was also tinged with a sense of disappointment. I was like, yes. fuck, this is a bad movie. <laughs> it was that, and it was like, fuck, we could have gotten more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could have gotten more of the good stuff. We could have, like, that whole, the whole movie could have been about that, but fine. But the then, moment yeah. worked. Again, I love that moment. Uh, did you guys like that moment, too, when they hugged? Yeah, like, yes. No, it was great. It was a great moment. I loved it. I cried. Then, in theory, I love this scene. I think this, in theory, this is a great way to end the saga. Her going oh. back to Tatooine. Where oh, oh, we didn't, we didn't, talk about, didn't talk about Lando. Oh, yeah, oh. that's a weird, wasn't Here's, it? Yeah, Lando. Wanna find out? Let's yeah, find I was like, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the way that it's <laughs> written leaves it so ambiguous. Yeah. What that either he had sex with her mother, or... Oh, it's definitely like that. Or he's about to have sex with her. Um, here's how you write that scene. Let me Let me write that scene for you. She comes up. She says, where are you from, General? He says, wherever the fuck he's from. The I don't remember. Something. It's not important. Yeah. He says, what about you, kid? She says, wherever she's from. Doesn't she says, matter. I don't know. It could literally be... Fr- I know. Oh, you're saying... I'm rewriting the scene. Okay. Yeah. She says, wherever she's from. He says... But she doesn't know. Oh, fuck. She doesn't know. Whatever. She can fucking figure it out. She can make up an answer. <laughs> He'll go, oh, you don't say. I was there about 25 years ago. Looks away. Looks back, surprised face. Yeah. It's funny. Billy D. Williams can pull it off. It's a Lando thing to do. It's it's humorous, and it gives an answer, and leaves it a little bit ambiguous. Like, you could... Probably... You could... So here's... here's I, it, it pisses me off that they this, left it so Here's this scene, right? We get, we get the Finn, Poe, and Ray hug. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk about it. I'm going to talk about it in a second. Um... So there's that scene. C3PO and R2D2 are reunited. BB8 oh, and Dio are reunited. Right, C3PO has his memory back, so there Every, no stakes. Everything before. happens. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Every everyone kind of gets this nice wrap up moment. There's the gay kiss for thirty sec or half a second on the screen. Thirty seconds. Hold no, on. The, ha- the, ha- the half second gay kiss. Homophobia is cured. Matt, it's yeah. gone, guys. Guys, we, go. we, we did it. We did it. <laughs> it's all we fixed um, homophobia. With every character. Zori Bliss and Poe get that. Zori Bliss and Poe get that. That sexual like, tension. Yeah, that's great. The great. nod. So everyone, everyone, every character gets this little interaction, and then they were like, "Okay, we have Lando and Janna." Um, yeah. And then that was it. And they were yeah. like, well, let's find it. Like, like they just had it, like they felt like they had everything else wrapped up but that. Here's something I fucking hated that I forgot about. Chewie getting his goddamn medal. 
Fuck that. What the fuck was that? Okay, what's what's wrong with that? Okay, first of all, it's Maz is like here. Never explain what it is. Like, was this for now? Was this for a new hope? Who's met was this like a new metal that they had made? Was this Han or Leia's metal? Why it's just it's so this is the moment that pissed me off the most. Leia was holding it when she died. Oh really? Yeah, Mm -hmm. she was. So she he's just getting Leia's metal? But in still, it's still that kind of quasi way of like saying probably. the fans have said for forty years, why the fuck didn't Chewie get a medal? Also, in canon, he already got a medal. Oh, it was probably okay, Hans. Well. Is my guess. It's so got, she was holding yeah, Hans' medal. She probably Hans had Hans' medal, or or it was Luke's, and then she died with it, and then was like, then yeah. was like, oh, again, she if this is what you wanted to do, explain it. It is really fan service. I'm, like it's so fan service. At this point in the movie, I was so. I checked out of all the of all the things that I expected you to take issue with. That was not Han. Oh no, the Chewy medal scene pissed me off. I was like. No, the reason why it pissed me off so much is because so, so much of this movie felt like, here, fans, are you happy? Right. Oh, this, well, And yeah. this was just, yeah. like, the thing that, like, for 40 years, people were like, why the fuck didn't Chewie get a medal? He's like, here, Chewie got a medal. Like, <laughs> oh, the, the, such... only, the only thing cheesier than that would have been when uh, Han's doing his memory scene. He's like, by the way, I did shoot first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's wearing that the t-shirt. <laughs> he's like, Han shot first. Yeah. <laughs> That's my point where it's like, of all these things, it's just like, here, fans, he gets a medal now. No, and it's I like, why? I thought that was, uh, I don't know. I, no, I we can move on from I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I really, really don't take fun. issue with that. I think that was, I think it was nice. It was something that Leia held on to from if, Han. If it would have been a line of dialogue, like, like this was Han's, he would have wanted you to mm. have it. Yes. That's, yes. that's heavily implied. Really? Ma I, says I she would have wanted you to have it. I, I watched it three times, and I didn't get that. At all. I felt like it was just, like, J.J. saying, here, should we finally get some, his own medal? I didn't get that it was someone else's medal, you know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe, maybe it is in that and she is holding that when she dies, and that's what it's supposed to be. But it just kind of feels like it's supposed to be Chewie getting his own medal and not someone else's to be a keepsake for him. Alright. Yeah. But, so we get I to the last scene. Yeah, yeah. Get to the Lars homestead. Great place to end. She buries... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had chills. I loved it. Mm-hmm. She buries the lightsaber, which someone pointed out to me, like, why would Leia's lightsaber be there? I'm like, because they can't fucking bury it on all the round, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you... <laughs> I was like, of all things I've ever brought with, that is exactly explained why it has to be there. Um, so she just, just throws it into space. <laughs> yeah, she's like, go find your home. <laughs> go find the rock that exploded. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, but um, <laughs> so the, she buries the lightsabers. Oh, this stupid cheesy like, oh, why are you here? No one's been here for so long. And then she's like, I'm Ray again. Why? Ray who looks over at a really we- weird looking yeah, force yeah. ghost. <laughs> it's weird looking. Didn't yeah. they look really weird to you guys? No. Like. I thought so. What? I thought they looked real weird. I don't know why. I thought, well, when when Luke walks out with the fire on Acto, that looked bad. No, I, really <laughs> I, that. That. I don't know why. And I like again everything concept wise. I like with the scene, like like her looking at Luke and Leia's Force Ghost, because like the way the trilogy went, and she is kind of like again not to sound weird, she's kind of Luke and Leia's like surrogate child, like like. <laughs> no, I'm I mean serious. You're, you're right. Like that, that was her mother figure, and I that guess. was her father yeah. figure. Yeah, like, like yeah. again, like not to be weird, but Leia was yeah, her mother right. figure. Luke was her father figure. So this ending moment together. also really hammers home the anyone can be. Yeah, I love yes. anyone can be a I hero. And part. I love, I would love that if she wasn't a Palpatine. Yep. If, if she, yep. if she were like just a an orphan, a nobody yes. and orphan, then she took on that name. Uh, yes, yep. that's who was great. raised by. That's great. Yeah. 
I gotta say, I really, like, just the fact that, like, obviously it's a great moment to see, like, the Force Ghosts walk out and for her to be like, oh, like, I get it, like, I'm a Skywalker. Yeah. Um, this, like, poor old woman is standing there, like, who are you? And she's, like, looking around, she's like, hello? Yeah. <laughs> are you gonna answer? Yeah. Are you gonna say no, anything? Be quiet, I'm committing identity theft. <laughs> yeah, no, and- <laughs> I'm Quinn Jiminy shit. Ray Ray shit. What if out of of nowhere she was just like, I'm Ray Binks. Like, or like, like, I'm Ray Fisto. Like, like, again, with her taking on the Skywalker name, if she's no one, right? If, again, with, again, him contradicting himself with her being a Palpatine, like, in The Force Awakens, Maz says to uh, Ray, she's like, the seeking you the seeking or no the belonging you seek is not behind you it is ahead and mm. she says Luke and then that perfectly follows through where she feels like Luke becomes her father fig- this orphan Luke Skywalker the legend yeah. Luke Skywalker becomes her father figure the legend Leia Organa becomes her mother figure and in the end this nobody feels that <clears throat> she has this like connection to these people where she's like no I, I get it I'm not a Skywalker by name, by blood, but I am a Skywalker. And that's she, such she a, earned it. Yeah. And, th- and that's an earned moment if she's not a Palpatine. Exactly. That's an earned moment of character growth from Force Awakens to Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. You're completely correct. That's a really beautiful version of the story um, that we didn't get. Yeah, exactly. No, we didn't get. And, and I also don't really think that her being a Palpatine adds anything. It adds nothing. Nothing. Because I mean, that out it's the same thing. It makes perfect sense. It's, okay, I even had someone the idea. Even if, even if, um. You made canon that like Palpatine created Anakin and then Palpatine created Rey, like with the Force. It, it could still be the same thing where it's like it was this thing that he created that he wanted to strike him down so that he could go into a new vessel, you know? She didn't need to be a Palpatine. Yeah. It adds nothing. Yeah, I agree with that. And then. It's, it's cool. It's a cool reveal in the moment, but. Even then, I think it's a clunky reveal in the moment. Uh, and like, so, so this last scene, again, in theory, cool. I like it. She takes on the Skywalker name. Right. Twin Sons, BB 8. My son is there in the last shot. I Everyone, that you have that. Some some people were like, "Yes, I have <laughs> yeah, a souvenir Star Wars cup." I sent you the. They made a deal one. They made a deal one. Yeah, oh, I sent that to no. you. No, you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's like hundred and fifty dollars. Oh no! <laughs> okay, so if you, to Disney World. If you Floyd don't needs a. No, you deal. know I have the life size BB-8 now. A life size BB-8. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! I, I have the, the one that's like that. No, I have the full. No, no, no. has a life size BB-8. Insane! I need. I'll send a picture to you when I get home. I need that. I didn't know. It's like it's like up to you here. You have what a remote control that rolls around. It's amazing. You didn't take it to college with you? No, I couldn't fit it in Ugh. the car. Um, I'm gonna take it around the tower. <laughs> yeah. No, it was it was. I got it for Christmas last year because I was talking about it for so long. My mom was like, "Here, it was on sale," and I was like, "Ah!" Um, I remember that. I remember so, so BB-8 is my son. He's, he's orange and black for my school's colors. Yeah. So he's he, BB-8. It's my son. Um, and then Ray and the twin sons and the music swells and Beautiful. the credits roll. And the music over the credits is amazing because it's just all the best themes throughout the saga. And I cried just listening best to the music John because John Williams. We didn't talk about it a ton. I didn't get to listen through it, but just the score. Oh, yeah. I also would not listen to it that much, but it's the really score is great in this movie. Tour. I need to listen through it. Um, I've been really busy. I've I, I've been working a lot over Christmas break, um, so I've been doing what I can while I can. Um, so I think I don't know about you guys. You said you cried. I, I love this last shot. Beautiful. Um, yeah. The individual shot again. This last scene in theory, really good. I didn't think he executed it very well. Um, so yeah, two and a half hours in. Final thoughts and ratings. Oh my god, Brendan. Hey. So uh, this movie was a lot to process. I really. 
Um, I, in the moment, I feel like I liked a lot of it, but it definitely did have its problems that kind of came out through talking about it and just, like, um, considering it later on. Um, I don't think it's the worst Star Wars movie. Definitely not the best. Um, better than the prequels, in my opinion, still. Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do our ratings real quick at the end. Our uh, rankings. Real quick oh oh God! Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, I don't have where it is. Yeah. I don't have an updated list um, <laughs> of all of our rankings. <laughs> oh mine. Um, but I'm gonna have to give this movie. I would say a B minus. Right. That's where I'm gonna go with it. Um, yeah, I, I really didn't like this movie in the theaters. Um, and even talking about it now, there were a lot of plot holes that Floyd brought up that I didn't even realize, and it just, it made, it, it, I think it's a really, really poorly made movie and a terrible conclusion to the, um, to the Skywalker saga. Even though I said it cried at the last shot, um, it wasn't because of something that the film did. Like, like Floyd said, her earning the Skywalker title is cool, but she, why is she a Palpatine then? Like, every, yeah. nothing makes sense. Um, um, I, I don't, I, I haven't said, I haven't watched the prequels in a while. Um, I've seen them like two times. <laughs> once once it, for this podcast. Yeah, once for this podcast and like once in middle school. Um, so I wouldn't be able to definitively say if this is the worst Star Wars movie. Um, I would, if, I, now, like, it's definitely at the bottom, you know, a second from the bottom or something. I think it's terrible. It's in the bottom three. I, th- I think yeah. it's very, very poorly made. Um, it's sad to see the trilogy, the, the whole movies go out like this, um, and it, 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 it sadly it makes me very cynical about the future of Star Wars. Um, Mandalorian's keeping my hopes up. Which I, I hate to be cynical about movies, but it just it, it's this like these three movies. I don't know what I even got out of it other than a handful of ideas, <laughs> one or two that were yeah. executed well. Cool, cool, a few cool scenes. Yes, yeah. um, it, it makes me sad. Um, I, I this rating is like a D. <laughs> yeah. um, my main problems with this film. I think it comes down to uh, wanting to have these huge um, emotional beats that are immediately reversed. Um, And just the fact that there are so many questions still hanging in the air. So the emotional beats that mostly that I think, uh, Chewie's death, total fake out, immediately, um, like, it just immediately uh, negated. C-3PO's memory is wiped, it's a, it's an emotional moment, uh, and then doesn't mean anything later. Uh, Ray kills Kylo and immediately heals him. Uh, ben Solo falls into the hole and just climbs back out, barely an inconvenience. Um, and then the, he kisses, maybe setting up a relationship, and then he dies. Um, they want to do these things, but they don't want to handle the consequences. And I dare say Ryan Johnson would have handled the consequences. He would say he he one hundred percent would have he he would have picked what he wanted to do and he would have done it and then he would have handled those consequences. Um, the things we still don't know: how did Maz get Anakin's lightsaber? Who yep. knows? Uh, Finn has like a bajillion love triangles that were set up and the and, Force. <laughs> yeah, and apparently the fucking Force, which is yeah, his confession. Still don't know for sure in the context of the movie. JJ said something, but I, I don't know. Um, how did Palpatine come back? Who were all his workers? Who built the Star Destroyers? Um, and then what's going on with Janna and Lando? Like, it's it annoys me because the last two movies, when they've left questions kind of hanging in the air, I've been like. Well, this is okay. Like, it'll give something for Rise of Skywalker to build to. And then they just don't. And, like, I very much excused that in the last two movies. And and I put those aside because 
in the first and second installments of, of trilogies, those questions don't need to be answered yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do in the finale of the entire yes. saga. Um, and, like, just comparing it to Endgame really just, like, I feel like Endgame really spoiled us mm-hmm. in terms of what we should want for the finale of, the cinematic finale of a universe. Um, and I just feel like there is so much that was left completely unanswered and I, I just, I don't think that that's acceptable for, for a finale of a film. Um, that being said, I do think that um, there are enough good moments in this movie. There are elements that I really like, which they could have executed it a little bit better, but overall, this is this is an enjoyable movie. There are problems, but you know, it's. I think there there are more good things than bad things. I, I just through, throughout the course of this podcast, I think I've had more good things to say than bad things. I know that's not the same for everyone, but um, yeah, I'm I'm sad that we couldn't get a better ending, and I'm even more sad that people will want more movies after this, more episode movies. I I know that they're going to keep doing spinoffs and and they're going to keep doing Star Wars stories and Disney Plus series, but I really think. This is this episode nine. There should never be an episode ten. That's my no. that's my thinking, um, and it 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 makes me kind of mad be, that we didn't get more answers. Because are we ever going to get answers for those things? Like, would I rather have questions answered in another trilogy or you know no trilogy? Spin off books, right? Spin off books. Is sad yeah, that that's where we're at. Like, exactly. I love the books, but that's not yeah. Exactly. Yeah, uh, and so I just think like I've I read someone saying that like. Oh, um, Ray, Ray buries the lightsabers and it's planting seeds for the future and someone can come and find it and then, like, in episode 10, like, no! Don't Fuck that! That's not planting seeds, that's burying the past. They're not gonna grow into a fucking lightsaber tree. Lightsaber tree! <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be horrible. Um, yeah, I, I, I really think that it, it should be finished here, but I am a little bit, uh, disappointed that, that we didn't get a better ending. So, uh, I think... My my rating is, you know, George Lucas said that films that uh, series should rhyme, did he not? Yeah. And uh, so in uh, in in, hearkening back to my very first uh, Star Wars rating, I'll give this a B minus. Yeah, um, you have made it pretty obvious throughout this podcast that I have a lot of problems with this movie, and that even coming out of it the first time wanting so badly like you just to go in and enjoy it just these things just kept stopping me and I just couldn't and repeat viewings especially the third time um when I had a few days to sit with it and then go back and rewatch it um it really became clear to me that this is my least favorite and I think the worst Star Wars movie um which really sucks like we went through I think three great movies made by Disney I know you guys don't like Rogue One but I consider Force Awakens Rogue One Force Awakens, Rogue One, and Last Jedi are in my top five Star Wars movies. Solo, I think, is a really solid film. Mandalorian, I have some problems with story-wise. That doesn't quite seem to be going anywhere. Um, I think it's a really solid TV show. They're bringing back the Clone Wars that I love. Um, I love their expanded universe. And yet somehow messing up this movie really makes it all feel lesser to me. It makes it all feel like, like, what was the point of it all? If you couldn't stick the landing, like, what was the point? And 
I I will see this movie probably a couple more times in theaters with different people that haven't seen it yet. Um, <clears throat> it will always be episode nine. There's nothing we can do about that. I will see it. It will be part of the franchise. I'll buy the box set. It'll be in the box set. I'll watch it every once in a while. These problems are never going to go away. And I, I don't think that, like, the prequels... I, I didn't grow up with this movie, so I don't think I'll ever have the affection for them that I, this movie that I have for the prequels, even though they're not... Even though I think, like, this, episode one and two, are around the same quality. I think it's the worst, but I think those two, episodes one and two... Wait. This is in my bottom three with episodes one oh, and two. Oh, gotcha. And I think those three are all around the same quality. I do think this is the worst. I, I didn't grow up with these mo this movie the way I did with the first two that I can just go back and just enjoy those movies. Um, I've been going back and forth, C minus, D plus. I'm going to give it a C minus. Um, because there are things I enjoyed about the action. <clears throat> it's well shot. I like the action. There's like three really good scenes in it. Um, in terms of, like, dialogue-wise, Adam Driver's fantastic. I think all the actors are fantastic. Daisy Ridley gives her best performance of any of the three movies, I think. I think she really sells what she's given, um, and I think it's really well done. I just think that Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams um, wrote a first draft of his script and never wrote a second draft. And that's really unfortunate. Um, yeah, and it's my, it's my least favorite Star Wars movie. I do think it's the worst. It took me a little bit to... To get there, first viewing, I definitely didn't think that. I was like, yeah, it's better than episodes one and two, you know, it's, it's whatever. And then repeat viewing, thinking about it more. All the plot holes, all the things that he fails to, see, that he sets up and then fails to to really execute. It just, it, this movie bums me out, honestly. Yeah. Um, it makes me really sad. If, if, I, I just want to add, it blows my mind that one of two things happened. Either they, like teams and teams of people worked on this movie and just didn't realize that there were all these unanswered questions and if that's the case what the fuck were you doing and if they did realize then why did you want to leave all these questions open yeah. what the fuck were you doing both yeah. ways what the fuck I, I, I think that's the main downfall yeah. for, for, for me to, and I'm, I'm cutting into your no I'm, I'm done okay but um yeah I, I think it's an okay movie but as a conclusion it's really bad it's, it's quite bad um, so I'm gonna do my ranking of the series. We'll go reverse way, and then Ooh. we're gonna say adios to Star Wars. Except in a couple weeks, or maybe even this time next week, we'll be talking about season one of the Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. Um, so I my have thoughts. <laughs> my final ranking of this series goes: Episode four, Episode five, The Last Jedi, The Force Awakens, Rogue One, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, Solo, Episode two, Episode one, Rise of Skywalker. Hold on, I forgot. I forgot. Return of the two Jedi. one Skywalker. Two one Skywalker. Okay. At the bottom. All right. Well, I will. I'm gonna go um, bottom to top. Okay. So I went top to bottom. Okay. Logan's going bottom Floyd to top. Floyd went tops to bottom. We're 69ing this. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um, yeah. All right. Way to get explicit at the end, Ryan. Woof, woof. I'm putting Phantom Menace at the bottom. Uh, <clears throat> then Attack the Clones. Then Rogue One. Then Solo. Then New Hope. Then. Rise of Skywalker is dead middle. Um, mm. I think it's a really average, like... Um, you think this is better than A New Hope? Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> sorry. Oh, my God. That did hurts Ri a little. Sorry, did Rise of Skywalker have an hour of pointless wandering around the desert with yes. annoying droids? Yeah, actually, yes. <laughs> when it was <laughs> just annoying droids? No. Okay. But I don't think they were as annoying as you did. Um... Then, uh, Revenge of the Sith, uh, Return of the Jedi... Wait, yeah. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, 
Force Awakens, Empire Strikes Back, and Last Jedi is still my top uh, Star Wars movie. It's that. still not not that I think it's necessarily the best, but it is my favorite. And I I'm realizing now that it's not just like the high of like when it first came like when it first came out I left the theaters I was like oh my god this is the best Star Wars movie ever and now like just living with it and like knowing it for so long like I I, I really feel more strongly about The Last Jedi uh, than I do about any other Star Wars movie it's really yeah really, it's great I, film. It, it really affects me all our lists are gonna be very different um, I'm gonna go bottom to top as well um, we're starting off uh, at the very bottom Attack of the Clones and then Rise of Skywalker, and then The Last Jedi, and then Solo, and then The Phantom Menace, and then Rogue One, Revenge of the Sith, Force Awakens, Return of the Jedi, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back. So, a very eclectic list. Like I said, I haven't seen the prequels in a while, so, and I, I really hate, I really fucking hate Rise of Skywalker, so it could take bottom spot um, and up, upheave uh, Attack of the Clones, but that's my list. Okay, I'm gonna go from bottom to top as well. Uh, I have Dare to be different, yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, be afraid of who you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have uh, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, Rogue One, Rise of Skywalker, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, A New Hope, Last Jedi, and Empire Strikes Back. All right. Mm. Very um, That's the reason. So, as this is the end of the saga, this is the end of our Star Wars podcast, <laughs> but we came back together, we did it. Um, two and a half hours, over two and a half hours. Um, Goddamn. We'll be back soon. This is our volume one of our full Star Wars compilation. <laughs> yeah, the, the ending. Um, Once Jesus. they start making the spinoff movies and the Bob Iger's, we can only handle one movie and maybe a sequel at <laughs> yeah. once. Um, um, we get a Babu Frick, uh, a Star Wars please. story. Yes, yes please. <laughs> um, so we'll be back very shortly. Um, we are what three days away from the finale of season one of The Mandalorian. We are. I'm very. We'll be talking about The Mandalorian. Um, Matt, you gotta catch up. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, Sorry for that. And then in February, <laughs> in February we'll be yeah, we will be back for season seven of the Clone Wars. I don't know. You two never watched the whole series, so me and Matt will be. I, I'll finish it on Disney Plus. Okay, school. Um, and then we can do some Octo Island. So yes, that's what Mandalorian will be on technically. Oh, okay. <laughs> whatever. It doesn't really matter. Just the label we put in front of it. Yeah. Um. So we're we're gonna be back talking Star Wars, but this is this seems like it for now. Um. We don't. There's a movie coming out in 2022. Who the fuck knows what it is? Kevin Feige's apparently making a movie at some point. Benioff and Weiss are off their movies. Ryan Johnson, yeah, might be doing the trilogy still. No one really knows. Possibly. Um, This is the end of the Skywalker. This is the end of Skywalker. I'm fine with more trilogies as long as they're not, uh, Please don't let them be connected. Give me a Game of Thrones-style TV series of the Old Republic. Like, just, like, 45, 50 hours. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Fuck Benioff and Weiss for what they did to Game of Thrones, though. I still haven't watched (laughs) it, Fuck them. Fuck those guys. Okay. So, I think that's it. Um, nice. May the force be with you. Thank you for listening through all of our episodes, if you have. Even if you just listen to this one, this is a long boy. Um, it is a long boy. I, I was going to say that. It's a long boy. So, uh, may the force be with you. I'm Ryan. I'm Brendan. I'm Matthew. I'm Logan. The force will be with you. And this is the Cinema Talk Podcast. Always. Always.